you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Join over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist. And with Talkspace, you can get unlimited messaging to your dedicated licensed therapist for only $32 a week. Go to Talkspace.com zone for a special $30 discount off of your first month. Or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code ZONE. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Kick, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Kick, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Kick, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. And just kick off your shoes and relax your feet. And just party all round to the friend zone lead. And just put your butt and cheeks right in the seat. And open up your ears as we spit, speak, and speak these words that you heard on the curb. I promise it's the best thing you heard thus far. And I mean fire, but hear it how you want. Anywhere you go, everybody is a front That's why we guaranteed to bring the real Not that show, they can chill, they can cancel it Let's go, Asante, it's your turn You see, I am losing my fire, no burn <laughs> Well, when the fire is out We rise from the ashes like the phoenix Then we bring it back with another rap Another rhyme, another place, another time For you, the flip a dime That's ten, over, another side Another side, another dime, another chance to rhyme. Another chance, another fact, another moment in time. Another limb, another drink, another slice of a lime. I'm just sitting at the bar and I'm wasting that time. Cause I'm a nigga through and through and that's just what we do. I would really like to be cool, but I needed new shoes. So I didn't buy the baby nothing. I didn't make her husband. I didn't say, yeah, right, we done, right? right Y'all really done, thought we, we keep going. You know, we won't keep it I really forgot we had a show. I was just Sitting here, so we could sit in here head. for hours and do all sorts of everything, okay? Thanks Word for the concert. Up. It's getting too close to the Grammys. I'm feeling musical. Mm, it sure is. I forgot. Word up. Speaking Good luck, Beyonce. I'm feeling musical. They wrote for me. I just want to say one thing. I just, you know, shout out to everybody that tried to write Formation off as, you know, a song that wasn't about nothing or trash and all of that. And she's nominated in all the major categories for Formation. 
So that's all. How y'all doing? And welcome to the friend zone. Because I slay. Okay, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental formation. Because (laughs) who in the hell wants to not slay or have a brain that's not in formation? Hmm. Come on. I'm not shaming people with brains that's not in formation though. So let me check what they call the fuck up. (laughs) What's going on, y'all? I can't with (laughs) y'all. Hey, friend. Hey. Hi, Dustin. Dustin Ross. Do you like my shirt? I do, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You're very high. (laughs) This shirt rings true for self. I wore this at the gym today. And really? people, yeah, and people were like, "Are you high right now?" And I was like, "Yes." They extremely. asked you, that? yeah. I had three people ask me that. Like one lady tried to have a whole conversation with me about it, and I was gonna see if I could get her to sponsor my next purchase, but I was like, "You know, let me just not. look let at you." Hustling. You better find out why she asking you that shit. Like, <laughs> are you high? Are you the feds, bitch? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you she, in my business for a reason? She looked like she could beat my ass, so you know. <laughs> Told y'all at the gym, you know, they look strong. get hers first. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Look, <laughs> I was see, just playing. The Trump effect. What, what, what movie was that? When they, oh, that was on, two, it's an episode of 227, <laughs> where Mary and Sandra and Pearl and them all ended up in jail. Oh, my and God, they were not talking about, Yeah, they were talking about how <laughs> Mary was like, Oh my God, when Lester finds out I'm in jail, he's gonna kill me. And one of the inmates in the cell on the female inmate, she was like, Not if you kill him first. <laughs> That's where that came from. Do you from. ever think that we were so little watching 227? Oh my like, God. Like, what was our connection to that? And I show? understood it. I understood that it was funny. I understood that the timing of the cuss words, or every one of Lester's, hell, every one of them was hilarious. I got that. So I just I'm and the women of Brewster's place, like we uh, watched the most random thing. Brewster place was so good. I seen you <laughs> with a nasty way. He's doing that, Jesse. Remember she called her husband at the end of the meeting, <laughs> and old girl was like, "You better go, Jesse." <laughs> Whatever she said. <laughs> Yo, Dustin's memory Brewster for place scripts. is amazing. We're gonna start a new segment on the show called I'm calling it out right now. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna start a new segment on this show called Quintessentially Black. And it's gonna like be about that. it's gonna be about those moments and those special nuances of mom, of, of uh, black things that have impacted our culture for the better, which sometimes may have meant for the worse. <laughs> so we're gonna start highlighting those things coming up soon. I don't bother me. All right, let's start with the PJs. I didn't watch that. I'm sorry. I, I love the PJs you. for better or for worse, only because it was black people in claymation. That's why I wanted to throw that out there. But I thought Paula so J. Parker really time. was one of them. Wasn't she on that show? Oh, she wasn't on that. Oh, know. she was proud family. Yes, I was. Oh, I don't never know. mind. She was one of the, I remember Lorraine Vine. You know, I never watched Proud Family. Really, I never love seen proud family. it. I've never seen it. Everybody is remixing it now and shit. I was like the Proud Family. How theme long song did it last? For some years, it was one of them Disney shows. It just I got intertwined. I gotta. I'm gonna look it up. It was only the not because of Solange. It, the car. Come on now. The is it on Hulu? I have no idea. Hulu needs to step their shit up. up. There's right? a lot of shit I be looking for and don't nothing come up in the search bar. <laughs> they falling so behind true. real hard, just like Amazon, too. They, they got Ooh. all that, you know, original content. And it's like, this is cute or whatever, but there's some throwbacks I still need to throw on back to. So Amazon, holler at us so we can help you with the programming. Okay, the selections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's jump into the show. So on last week's show, the Barry, one of our faithful listeners, dropped off. Dropped off, dropped us a very interesting topic, and he wanted to know 
do I have to suffer to be successful? And he based that on our mashup episode with the read where we all talked about the hardships we have endured to get to where we are today. We shared our perspectives. And as always, you guys shared yours and had a lot of amazing things to share. Asante, who stood out to you the most? I just would like to give a shout out to Asha Davidson or Davidson. Pardon me. Um, her comment is, friend, they're not gassing you. Married to medicine is <laughs> I everything. I laughed because I already know it. <laughs> but Dustin and Asante are tainting my love for them by talking so badly about Auntie Phaedra. I love her. You can. Shit. I don't care who she like. I still, and I still love you, but I don't give a damn about Phaedra Parks. I mean, she entertained me this season, but so what? Her hands are dirty. Phaedra's got blood on her hands, and she needs to wash them off. And until she does, she's going to hear it from me. And in line with what Dustin is saying, the entire point of us talking about Phaedra is to taint your love for her because she is an awful person and she has been treating Candy awfully. And I thought that, you know, for a very long time, we don't want you to struggle, okay? We don't want you to struggle and be thinking about you want to be on Phaedra's team. Go on ahead and join Candy, Team Candy. Ride with the right team. Along with what the Barry was saying, we just don't want you to struggle. I'm trying to give you the easy way in, all right? I just... I just can't let you go down like that. There's another comment here that says, Solana Flim Coles. I just want to go ahead and shout her out, too. Hands down, Married to Medicine is the best reality TV show Oh, my on God. TV. I imagine reading all the Married to Medicine <laughs> because you, it Because in the spirit of struggle, and it was just really crazy that we brought up Married to Medicine last week, and they're talking about it, and we were talking about that. I don't want to talk too much on the segment, you know, for the TV part, but there was a lot of struggle on Married to Medicine, like a lot of things that these people go through and a lot of things that they have went have gone through and they are better people for it. And I think it's just really important to really put this show out there and talk about that. And, you know, I don't care for reality TV shows in the good way. Like I always care for them in the bad way. Like we like our trash and the trash is great. It's a great distraction. But this way they give you a little bit of the, the good stuff, but they give it to you with the great stuff as well. So it's just all about perspective. And I want to point that out. <laughs> So on Twitter, actually, um, George Robert, it's actually George underscore Robert underscore, said, great episode, guys. And he says, Jim Rohn, I hope I'm pronouncing the last name properly, says, and he quoted, we must all suffer from one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And Mm. I thought that was very insightful. Because um, we obviously were discussing whether you have to suffer. So I thought I would definitely resonate <laughs> with this one because discipline. both sides of discipline or regret um, can often weigh pretty heavy. So that was, that's what stood out to me the most. What about you, Dustin, on the Twitter streets? In these streets. All right. I want to give a shout out to DeRay McKesson, who was a dear DeRay. friend of the show. Hey. Um, DeRay tweeted uh, earlier today, which is Tuesday, he tweeted, Today we launched the Resistance Manual, an open source platform to compile information and resources to resist. Get educated, get organized, and take action. And this is the Resistance Manual, which is a project by Stay Woke. Um, And you guys can visit resistancemanual.org to find out more information about that. So shout out to DeRay with that. Um, I would also like to give a shout out to at T-H-A-L-E-S-T-R-I-S underscore underscore. And that took a lot, so you lucky I went through all that. (laughs) But I told a story on Twitter about me being in this lit. Or no, you know what? I told it in here 
about being in the lift and hearing that song with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yes. Well, everybody has been listening to the song. (laughs) So shout out to this young lady who said, thanks to Look at Dustin, I can't stop playing this go to hell anthem, LOL. And that's literally what it is. It's just in Spanish. It's so lit. (laughs) So shout out to her. Um, And I just also want to give a shout out to, not even a shout out. I just want to talk to y'all for a second. Um, Is that all right with you? Is that all right with y'all? CNN <laughs> tweeted the other day I quote this is what the tweet said it said this truly massive alligator oh, was God, spotted I saw that. casually walking across a path in central Florida the locals call it hunchback and this alligator literally looked like a tour bus I promise you it's, it is Oof. fucking huge and so I just can't imagine I don't know how the locals got comfortable enough to even come up with like a pet name or something nice. Or how they were standing that close, that close to it, taking pictures. That tail will take you out. (laughs) Do you realize what an alligator tail can do to your legs? Oh my god! So no, Um, I just I can't believe it. And there's a video of it. Asante is so big. Like, look, dog. Look how big this alligator is. It's coming across. It looks like a damn... It looks like a triceratops. I would be scared. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you see that? I would be scared. That shit is fast. Did they have guns or anything? I would hope. But guns, you know, in the movies, guns never work on them. that kind of shit. I mean, true. I, I, I mean... They just make a noise. They be like, Do you see how big that shit is? Keep going. Look at that shit. But did y'all see the video of the snake that was pulled out of, like, a... uh, a cave or something and it was I, I honestly don't know if it was real I gotta well, do some go, research right cause it was too big like it didn't make sense you said sense. a snake out of a cave ain't nothing yo, in a cave for me I'm gonna tell you right now nothing, there's no nothing. reason for yo me it's head was half the size of this room what it was like this massive snake and it I mean I don't know if it's real I have to do my research first because wow. I I was like there's no <laughs> some way. internet shit it looked like a train <laughs> Fucking New York City <laughs> six trip. <laughs> you know the internet be faking. So I, on the one. six. I'm waiting for the next one. Hell, <laughs> hell no. That snake wait. pull up. I'm, waiting. <laughs> I'm riding local. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, but that's it. That just that alligator kind of fucked me up, y'all. <laughs> I've been looking over my shoulder all weekend. You know what's what's crazy? No, you said in New York. <laughs> hell yeah. You never know. You know it was a goddamn whale in the Hudson Alligators River. Alligators in Harlem. <laughs> Did you know that? What's it's you- a whale in the Hudson River. Did y'all know that shit? <laughs> I swear to God, look at up. A whale? It was a goddamn whale in the Hudson <laughs> River. I'm telling you the truth. Look it up. <laughs> Stay woke. Why y'all think I mentioned that tweet from Dwayne this week? I'm Googling Stay it Stay woke. Right now. Y'all got to understand the animal kingdom is powerful. But you know okay? why I'm laughing at you saying that? Because I was just talking to the friends that I went to Cuba with, and we were trying to decide the next place to go. No, and I was like, I want to go to Australia. And the girl was like, did you not? See the kangaroo <laughs> punch the guy, in the <laughs> and she was so adamant about not going, not going somewhere where there. animals attack. <laughs> she ain't going down under because she want to stay up top. I don't blame her. I'm not no. Oh God. I respect. I, I respect animals. I would be mortified. I ain't fucking with you. I, listen, Once you're I wild. What would you do you? if a kangaroo rolled up on you? I would try to kill that motherfucker, but first I would, you know, <laughs> but first I would try to run. But if I saw that that was not an option, I figured their arms are shorter up top than mine. Yeah, but you see how they hop though. And you see, koalas? yeah, but I just get on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Jump on his back. Hell yeah, I'd be doing like drop kicks on his neck or some shit. I take that kangaroo. What if it's, what if his tail just 
start trying to take you out and shit. See, that's when I think my adrenaline would kick in. <laughs> I would run like a goddamn Dodge Hemi engine. I'd be booking. You hear <laughs> me? You know that koalas ain't cute in real life? Like, apparently koalas are vicious or mean, some shit. Don't they like, have, like, long-ass claws? Yes, I didn't know that Dalmatians shit. Dalmatians is the same way. A Dalmatian <laughs> rolled, my, rolled his eyes at me on Fifth Avenue the other day. <laughs> I was like, oh, that a cute dog. That motherfucker was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck this down, man. You got to stop before somebody writing from Peter or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't care about Fuck them, too. Life. Oh, my God, y'all. Oh, no. I've been meaning to tell y'all this. Y'all can talk <laughs> all this shit y'all want too. about protesters being thugs and shit. The real thugs, <laughs> the real people that's out here fucking shit up and not giving a damn, it ain't even them, them Trump supporter bastards at the rally. You know who it is? <laughs> Peter, <laughs> my nigga, I was, okay, real shit. This happened to me, y'all. I was in Soho. Ooh, God, I can't So Canada it, Goose just opened, oh, like, the, their first flagships, like, their first store. Uh-oh. like, brick-and-mortar store, right? And it's here in New York, in Uh-oh. Soho. So I'm walking casually, strolling through Soho, brick-paved streets, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so... I see, like, the signage on the, it was, like, on the bus, the bus, um, the bus stop wall. You know how they have those, like, banners and shit? It said, Canada Goose, visit our first store, you know, on, I'm like, Wooster Street right there. I'm stopping by. I thought I was going to stop by. I got to the end of that block. They had the, let me tell you something, too. The police already was on it. I said, the NYPD don't do no shit, but they make sure that Peter's ass is staying behind the yellow line. When I tell you they had barricades and shit set up outside of Canada Goose, they literally had, like, picket signs that were, like, graphic screen-printed um, pictures of, like, geese being killed or whatever. And oh, it said, shit. And it, they said the sign said, fuck Canada Goose. That's what the sign said. <laughs> I'm telling you. And the people was out there, <laughs> throngs of protesters. They like, fuck Canada Goose. Fuck Canada Goose. With all this PETA paraphernalia and shit. And I'm like, well, damn, I thought the lines would be a little blurred, like... Is Peter? I know they know that niggas do this, but are they like all right with this? Cause like these niggas was branded, logoed up, all that. So me, I had on a Canada Goose. Oh my god! <laughs> did they throw red paint on I you? I wasn't going down there to give them the chance. <laughs> One, two, three of them, I can handle. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna just step into a Peter rally and shit. Right. You know, them thugs and Peter thugs and hoodlums. That's the one that got jumped. Oh my at god! Peter. I was fear for my life. God, they were so intimidating and aggressive. They were thugs. I was fear for my is life. Thugs and hoodlums. I'm telling you. So I didn't even go down Wooster Street. I just kept going down the other street that runs across. Damn. That's it. <laughs> Damn. I've been meaning to tell y'all that. Oh All my God. y'all. Peter <laughs> thugs. That is crazy. Peter is thugs. I'm telling you, dog. Like that's who that's who you need to watch out for. Oh Peter my don't God. give a fuck. <laughs> They're a gang. You should have seen them. And you know what? We used to see shit like that on Sex in the City and stuff. It wasn't real to you until you moved to New York and started experiencing shit like that. It's like, oh, my God. The media don't never show that shit. They want to show everybody else throwing firebombs through windows and shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, Peter is literally saying, fuck Canada Goose, and daring people to walk down the street in goddamn Soho. But... You know, ain't nobody saying that. And then Peter is thugs. Let everybody know. Hoodlums and thugs. And that's Hoodlums. who you need to watch out for. And I feared for my life. I was warm, but I feared for my life. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead, friend. Uh, so, okay, so for this week's show, Mr. Man Buns on Twitter said... Mr. Man Bun, Mr. Man Bun. I love... Mr. Man Oh my God, I bet he gets a Talking about the hair of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 
man bun said, Mr. I love. There's a taste for it. I cannot stop Mr. singing man like this. Oh, bun buns. That should have been the intro. Sorry, friends. I'm it's clearly not fun. saying his name again. So the dude said, I'd love for <laughs> you guys to do I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I'm just I'll, I'll let you do it this time. I'm saying. You are such a brat. I'd love for you guys to do a favorite things episode discussing your top five albums, movies, etc. So I thought that would be cute. Yes. We've had our, you know, top five, top five. emotional episodes. We've had our science episodes. It's been a lot of um, really intense conversations. So we're going to lighten it up a little bit this week and have some fun. So let's have our Oprah's <laughs> favorite things episode. Yes. Yay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> ah! Me and friend hug. Okay, good. <laughs> I we were so love. excited. We got tickets that day, friend. <laughs> Can't y'all see me and friend in the audience of Oprah like? <laughs> <laughs> with your Canada like, Goose on TV. I was the jackpot, friend. <laughs> I was previously with all this shit on Oprah. I'd be like, Fran, this is it. I Until I got to pay the taxes I was on that car. Right? For, for looking under my seat too damn early. You know, I'm always like, oh, what's that? This is favorite thing. Uh, Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He reached like, under his seat. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. No, Oprah, no. What? Things. Like, I'd ruin that shit. Uh, which which uh, topic should we start with? Let's do... We should do favorite... Can movies? We... I was gonna Okay, let's do I movies. I know you were going to do movies, sir, actor. <laughs> to be no I'm just <laughs> let's do favorite movies okay favorite movies well I don't mind jumping in first mm-hmm. um, one of my all time favorite movies is Lean on Me oh my god how many reasons. times has yes. Dustin quoted I have told y'all yes. I, I will give a testicle to play Joe Clark on Broadway you would be perfect um, I just it is a dream role for me there were so many things about that movie that made it magical um Mrs. Powers, the music teacher in that film who changed the school song, even though Joe Clark didn't tell her to, she ended up taking a bow, Mrs. Powers. <laughs> You've rewritten our alma mater. You know, all that kind of stuff. Sam's, the young man that played the uh, the child who was very bad at first and ended up changing around his life for the better, and he ended up smoking crack, and Joe Clark iconically questioned him, and he inferred, you smoke crack, don't you? Don't you? You smoke crack? Yes. So all of those things, those moments are, 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 are woven in the texture of our culture, and they will not be moved. So Lean On Me is on my list. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Second, Alfie, the version with Jude Law. Really? I am him. Alfie, Alfie. loved each and every one of those women with 100% of oh his mind, God. body, and soul. But no. he loved them separately at the same time. <laughs> Nobody lost, and Alfie was so misunderstood and What's it all about? <laughs> Didn't Jude Law play another cheater like that? Was it Closer? You ever oh, seen that's that? one of oh, my yeah. favorite movies. With Julia Roberts, right? Woo! I have that and on Natalie DVD. Portman. Yes. <laughs> oh, Frank, can we watch? You got to come over. We're going to watch Closer. Are you one of those people that, because you know scripts, do you say it as the movie? Yes. <laughs> I do. Can you imagine and, watching a movie with oh Dustin? And I hate it because I watch it thinking about the blocking sometimes, too. No. I hate that. But Closer is one of my all-time... I do love that movie. The, the Damien Rice, the Blow It Carter. <gasps> oh, my God. The what music. it is. <laughs> da, na, na. That song is so beautiful. Sing, Dustin. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They need to bring them back. 
Yeah, so Asante, yeah, give me some Ed movies. Sheeran. Could you imagine Ed Sheeran doing some Damien Rice covers? That'd no. be nice. That would be magic. Um, so for my first favorite movie, I'm going to go with Donnie Darko. I talk about this movie a lot. Oh, that movie's so twisted. And it, it's twisted, but there are some awesome, awesome, like, you know, lessons and moments and visuals in it. Like, <clears throat> one of my favorite scenes, and it's like a really iconic scene, where they're, like, going through the courtyard, and it's, like, Donnie Darko's looking around, and uh, Drew Barrymore's on the courtyard, and they're having, like, the uh, girls practice, and the music is for a sparkle motion. It's like, doom, 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 doom. It's, like, a very I 80s go. moment. I haven't doom, seen that doom, doom, in you. You know what song I'm talking about? Doom, 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 doom. I haven't nah, seen it in years. Oh my god! I don't just, watch it again. There are just some really dope. Oh, and R.I.P. to Patrick Swayze. Oh man, oh. he's in that movie. Whoopi Goldberg said he's the reason that she won her Oscar because he forced her to do Ghost, and he told the um, the studio that he was not going to do the movie unless Whoopi Goldberg played really. That part. And that's when she ended up winning for best supporting actress for that role. Holy Ghost shit. was a great fucking movie. Yeah. That's dope. And you know what? I'm a, speaking of Whoopi Goldberg. I'm gonna just give it to Sister Act Two. Oh my god, Sister Act Two was one of my all time That's favorites. That's the one with Lauren. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to one. I like it because of that I, scene. I loved one, but <laughs> listen, and you know what? <clears throat> no. <laughs> Rita, Rita Louise Watson. It, I was about to say, oh. you know, Kiev. Shout out to Kiev. Shout out to Kiev. When we quote those good black movies like that, like Sister Act we 2. We didn't have a movie night, y'all. We do. Just watch a bunch you know, of movies all night. I was just night. telling somebody for my birthday, and y'all know what my birthday is? We need to rent out a movie theater where it's just like all of us. Oh, And watch the movies. Lit. It's so gonna, fun. We can so do that. fun. That's what I want to do for my birthday this year. Um, <laughs> well, we can wear anything. Because it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> That'd be really cute. Okay. okay. Fran, you had a movie for us? Okay, a Bronx Tale. Oh, right, and not the porn one. We talking about <laughs> that was like, all I could think about. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh. wait, there's a porn. Name <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there thinking, like, oh my god, what's my I'm memories? so angry they did that Were to you that in my movie. <laughs> Tale, no, no. Y'all, why did my brother no. tell me it was a porn star? No, my brother told me it's a porn star named Beverly Hills, and she had like real big breasts. <laughs> He said, he said her name was Beverly Hills. And he knew I was going to laugh at that. So he called me and told me, like, D, why is this porn star? <laughs> she got real big breasts. Her name Beverly Hills. I hate you so <laughs> much. Let's look at the sign. <laughs> That's not like Beverly Hills. A Bronx Tale and Beverly Hills. Why do y'all do this? A Bronx Tale is a great, great movie. What was it, Cologero? I never say his name right. And then the singer, what's her name? Um... That she was a real singer in real life. The beautiful, tall, dark-skinned girl. That she was in Belly as Keisha. Yeah, I just know Joy Bryant. to wake her up. No, Who it's is not it? Joy Bryant. Oh, Derek Luke, sorry. Not Belly. <laughs> I need to uh, look at this Try to, the Bronx Tale and see and watch what, what comes up. But I love that. You know what, though? I have a, a heart for any movie that's in New York, though. Yeah, yeah. I love That's why Spike Lee, when I was growing up, I was obsessed with all his yes. movies. Like Crooklyn. Yes. With all the little kids in the brownstone. And then um, Do the Right Thing. Like Man. any of his movies. Any New York movie. New York maybe. is magical. Another movie that was that was filmed in New York that I love. <laughs> this is so stupid. But it's with um, Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler. It's called Big Business. And both, oh. of them, both of them play identical twins that were separated at birth. So it's like two Lily Tomlin. I love and that two you Bette watched Miller. all these movies. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of my fat growing up. It was just 
it was just one of my favorite movies. I don't know why I loved this movie so much then, but now I know that I loved it so much because it's funny as hell. It's written well. That was in the eighties. Um, yes, it was in the eighties. So the move, the music, and just the movie is just so good. Watch Big Business with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, two people who are guaranteed to make you laugh. It's so funny. And I promise you, it's, I'm not even going to tell you anything other than. You need to watch it. And one set of the twins is two twins, two sets of identical twins that get split at birth. So you you get, you feel right, right, what I'm right. saying. One set grows up in the country and the other set grows up in the city because the rich family was passing through the country town on their way somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so once they actually meet up and see each other and they're tripping out because they didn't know they had a twin. <laughs> Just imagine Bette Midler and fucking Lily Tomlin's <laughs> timing. They were in a bathroom and Lily Tomlin was trying to fight herself with the plunger. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so just watch this movie. It was fucking hilarious. Wait, like, that just reminded me. Do you remember the 80s movie Big? Oh, my God. With Tom, with the and they played it all the time. Friend. With the little, like, genie yes, thing. The, the, the box fortune the, teller yes, thing. Yeah, the fortune yes. teller from the music part. Big? Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. You, and it, it was oh, the, when he was on the piano. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. What's that toy store? Because that's right over there. It's closed now. It's closed? No. It's closed. by the Apple store? Yeah. It is closed. Oh, that just broke my heart. I remember going there. Seen all the toys once. I couldn't afford when I was all little. All the big old beautiful <laughs> the um, stuffed animals and shit. They closed it. Closed. Holy shit. Damn. Well, that was another cute movie ding, that I remember. Ding. What okay, about you? Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate oh Factory. Oh, my God. Not, yes. I never really could the get original. into Willy Wonka. The original. Yes. I loved it. Maybe I need to watch it again. Please I loved it. Because it's like shady parts, too. Really? Yes. The little, the girl, <laughs> the, the girl fat girl, the grape the... girl. Oh, and, then the... and the boy when he pushed the Oh, my God. The yes. Yes. I'm telling you, like the, the great and the Oompa Loompas was yes. shit. When they Did were, you see that attitude? When they were t- singing the songs, they yes. were reading okay. the whole the lyrics of <laughs> the songs. That the whole movie is shady. And she said the Oompa Loompas were reading. They were. The big girl locked yep, us, yep, but they were yep. talking about her. Everything and shit. that they said you, was about the, the bad behavior that the people were exhibiting. So the Oompa Loompas didn't do shit, but just like you know, play everybody the whole damn movie. <laughs> Look, they were listening to Miss New York. Get her out of here. Yes, because the Oompa Loompas showed up to get them out of here. I'll again now. Do a little adulting before you watch it and then watch it. I'm telling you, it's a great experience. It's awesome. It's an awesome movie and they're really awesome, like, visuals for the oh time. God. And, like, even the end when they get in that elevator and the yes. elevator goes up. Like I've, I've never understood either because y'all know I'm a huge theme park and amusement park junkie, buff, whatever, enthusiast. <sighs> I never understood why nobody built a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory theme yes. park. That could oh, be true. franchised yes. all over the world. Let me tell world. you something. Like, the the rooms, all of the rooms, the bubbles and shit. Yeah, and think about all the types of thrill rides you can interpret through like some of the things from the movie, right? Yep. Somebody needs to pay me for that and idea. Even, so and, let the record reflect. <laughs> that I said it and, and even it was the, my idea even the, the wildlife and stuff the yep. way we can incorporate animals into that well you talking about that girl that blew up like a grape you calling her wildlife <laughs> while no, I was drinking that soda her. not her even though that gum when she was chewing yeah. that gum I wanted some me too she was, she was wearing it. that gum out wasn't Man, she and I'm telling you who is that you yes. ever seen somebody make like Pop saltwater taffy and... where they like knead yes. it kind of or whatever that's what it looked <laughs> like when she was chewing that gum that's reminding me I also want to see Alice in Wonderland again yeah. oh, as yes. an adult me too I'm curious if I will understand it differently because I'll see quotes on Tumblr and I'm like that was in the movie that's deep Never me too. like Willy Wonka just certain things I have to watch both don't catch. also Mahogany 
Ooh. I would like to oh, say that um, Mahogany that was, time. you know, it's just one of those black, quintessentially black films mm-hmm. that there's so many parts. You a liar! Like all the all those parts <laughs> and um, one of the parts that, and you know how you watch movies and so you bring different things into your vernacular, right, from mm-hmm. the movie. So um, there's a scene when Mahogany, Diana Ross's character, is leaving Billy D. Williams' character. <laughs> <laughs> and she's in this cast. She's like, bye! Thanks for the experience! And so like, <laughs> as we do things, me and my stupid friends will be like, bye! Thanks for the experience! <laughs> What about a color purple? Oh my god, that's yes. I was I was gonna close purple. with that, but okay. <laughs> First of all, it's gonna rain on your head. I mean, everything <laughs> like uh, when he told him he couldn't have um he couldn't have Nettie. When he no. told Missy he couldn't have Nettie, and he told her, but he could have Silly, and Mister responded with, "Well, I ain't never looked at her. Let me see her." And she brought her out, uh, and then and he he put Silly outside on display in front of Mister. And Nettie and the little boy asked him, what's going on? And he said, your sister thinking about marriage. She wasn't thinking about no marriage. You didn't tell her, drug her ass outside in front of this old-ass man to, like, <laughs> let him judge the goods and see if it was going to work out because you wouldn't give him the other daughter that you probably wanted. Just weird. But my so favorite was the, this is going to be really random, but the dad. Oh, my God, the yeah. old Like, the old Maybe dad. Maybe she can sweep the caboose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was he yeah, about sitting there at the head? You letting that nappy head gal cuss you out? <laughs> yes, friend. Sidebar: He was also in um, a soldier story. Have you ever seen a soldier story? No. Have you ever seen a uh-uh. soldier? A soldier story is this movie that stars him. He is like the the head of the army or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's about this black group of soldiers who played baseball for the army. And like this, it's it's a um, a killing happens and they're solving like a murder. It's from like the early early eighties or late seventies, something like that. But he plays a miserable, insufferable army sergeant, just like he was in the color purple. And Denzel Washington is one of the soldiers that plays I've never baseball. Heard of it. He called them baseball niggas. Like that's wow. what he, they were a baseball team in the army, and they were excelling because they were black, and you know they were better athletically at it than the other soldiers. He just compl- does so think back in those racial times. That's the one thing them niggas had to like be happy or proud about, and he used that very thing to demean them in one of his tirades. You baseball nigga. You know how his voice his sounds. Voice. <laughs> you baseball niggas. Back here doing his baseball geechies. That's what he was doing. That's how that's how he was talking to them. It is uh, hilarious. Watch a so I could do this all. <laughs> Watch a soldier story. All right, let's did you want to do one I have last one? More. one? Mm-hmm. The last dragon. Oh, vanity. I'm just gonna sit back. I love Van, listen, I wanted to be Vanity so bad. She was gorgeous. When I was she little, was she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life. Yep. Like, I had cutouts of her on the wall. Yeah. I was obsessed with her. Yes. Obsessed. That movie was oh, the shit. Vanity. I really did. I'm not Leroy. even lying. Yeah. Kiss my converse. <laughs> oh, my God. Show enough. Show enough. Who's the master? Mm-hmm. Show enough. And Ty Mac, what was the guy's name? His name was Ty Mac. Yeah, Ty Mac. Right? Yeah, I got, yeah. I got to meet him at uh, fucking Comic Con last year. I told you, I was, he runs in Central Park. I used to always see him when I would my do my runs. My sister think he was fine back He's in the day. He's gorgeous. He still is. He looks He's exactly the same. He really he, I mean, does. He's looking. But you know he's he's a looker. He's like cut though. Yeah, he still got yeah, that body. Yeah, his body, body is sti- sick. He still like he could whoop some ass. He looks great. He still he does. I, was, I almost bust my ass running past him the first time. <laughs> I was like, what the? 
<laughs> the last he, he would he, look, he would have caught you. He would he would have been right there for like, are you all right? <laughs> Imagine. I would have my vanity moment. <laughs> Imagine you just turning to vanity before our very eyes and shit. Like, oh, That's right. I'm pleased to meet you. Hey. So you don't know my name. Oh, don't, don't you believe in mystery? Hey, don't, don't you want to play, play my, my game? game. <laughs> Man, the jam. Do you think Ooh. I'm a nasty girl? <laughs> Rest nasty in peace woman. to vanity oh. and Prince. Yes. She was talking to Donald Trump. Do you think I'm a nasty girl? <laughs> a nasty woman. She's a nasty woman at Hillary Clinton. So let's move on to something a little more random. <laughs> yes. House, like things in your house or, or like things that, that are random. Like I'll start so you mm-hmm. can get an idea of what I mean that people wouldn't think. I recently got a steamer. Mm. And I don't, right? And it has been life changing. Like I can't live without it. And I yes. was like, why have I been using an iron like from yes. the stone age, taking this thing out, <laughs> waiting for it to heat up? And the steamer literally just steams your clothes in two seconds and you're done. Trying to trying to adjust the item on the ironing board to iron that part. To wool. Okay. Back, that back part <laughs> over your shoulders. It's such a bitch. I'm, for years, I've been trying to figure out how to iron this one part <laughs> right here. Oh, my on God. The shirt. So yes. And, and the steamer just knock it right off. And now some of them steamers got that attachment for the crease, too. Yes. I'm telling you. And they have the little travel ones. I bought uh, one and put it in my suitcase for when I go to events so I don't be all wrinkly. I'm t- life changing. I don't know. What I was thinking not having with all these years. Wait till you get the car for the cab. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Can I plug this in, sir? Steaming <laughs> Oh, yeah, your iPhone. Oh, is that a, a steamer? Oh, hold on. What about you? What do you have in your house that you've gotten that is like a lifesaver? My your, bong. One of your... Your bong. <laughs> My bong is a lifesaver. Is it? Yeah, I, absolutely. Is it like one of the tall ones? No, it's no. a regular size one. But when I get like a... After I have my real cool space, I want to get like a table piece type bong. Like I want to real I always see nice. those in the village when you Hell, know you pass yes. those shops. Like the smoke those shop. are goals. I'm telling you, like shopping for cars, I'm always looking at all those bongs, like trying to find the right one for when what I get What does the height spot. mean? Huh? The height. Does that matter? Is it the same? It's pomp and circumstance. Yeah, it's flair. It's literally flair. No, because, you know, you got to pull more to get that out there. It don't got to be too high. It don't got to be all that. You know, that's just real for for the the look. You know, throw some plants in that one. You can't actually smoke out of that one. I'm just (laughs) saying. Some plants. I mean, the other kind of plants, obviously. (laughs) But my bong is a lifesaver. After a fresh clean and a good smoke, it's like a brand, I feel like a brand new person. Cute. Mm -hmm. What about you, Dustin? I feel really old for saying this, but I don't give a damn. A space heater. Do really? you know? Do you know? Okay, so first of all, let me tell you why this is big, That took me right? back to my college days in my cold-ass dorm room. Because <laughs> everywhere I've lived in my life, I've had, like, central air or, like, you know, heat that I control. My apartment Like, my freezing. own thermostat. Moving to New York and being in these spaces where the heat is controlled, you be hot, so you have to open your window. So now you're cold. A space heater. The space heater has changed my life. I have one, too. You turn it a certain way, the air, the heat circulates around a certain way in your room, and you crack that window at the top, not the bottom, at the top. Oh, my God, what I tell you? <laughs> I do changed. not want to get up. I'll be in that bed looking like a caterpillar, like I'm in a straight-up cocoon. It's amazing. Space heater, believe it or not. Mm. <laughs> what about, um, let's do beauty. Is there like a beauty product or men's grooming product that you cannot live without? 
Besides Steel McLean um, and their wonderful men's grooming products, <laughs> um, you know what? I'm actually like old school. So when it comes to like lotion in my, y'all know I'm like a feet person mm-hmm. and shit. But I feel like he who casts the first stone. So I uh, have to make sure my feet are all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Vaseline. Believe it or not, really? old school Vaseline, especially in the wintertime. I used to hate my mother for putting that Vaseline on my face before <laughs> I left the house. And I felt like I couldn't, I was hot and shit <laughs> rolling, frying down my face and shit. Yo, but my skin was shit. straight. I never got wind burns and shit. And now that I'm out here in the elements waiting on trains and all this New York ass living, a thin coat of Vaseline, believe it or not, has been not only effective to shield my skin from like the elements on a petty note, in case you get into a fist fight waiting on said train, I'm mad about to slide right on down. Wait, so you like put Vaseline on your face? Mm-hmm. You be greasy mm-hmm. walking. <laughs> and when I and when I go to when I go to bed, I be greasy like an old man. Yes. I, put, I put Vaseline on my feet every day when I get out the shower and put my socks on immediately. So I sleep in socks with Vaseline feet at the crib, so that when they come off, <laughs> I can be ready. Magic. See if you stay ready. You ain't got to get embarrassed when somebody see that you're not ready. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Asante? My toothbrush. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Hey. Oh. So I just really like, I don't know. I just like taking the two to five minutes to just really get into the, the, the mouth and brush and spin. And I, I just love it. And I, I love the feeling when you get a new toothbrush head and you replace the batteries and it's running like a brand new toothbrush every couple of months. It's kind of like... You get a new toothbrush head? Every couple of months. Like clockwork. <laughs> I hate you. You know, I can't use electric tooth- toothbrushes. Oh, It I makes me them. nauseous. Isn't that weird? It really <laughs> does. That's not funny, but that was funny. <laughs> no, it does. I've tried it, like, because my mom was, has always had like one the... when I was younger, and I would try it, and I would feel sick. What I'm about like, at the dentist's office? It's like uh, motion sickness. When they're cleaning your teeth at the dentist's office, does, do you get the same reaction? Mm, I don't remember. I don't think so. Because you know how they, they yeah. polish it with that thing? Right. Ooh, even yeah. the sound Ooh, I love just that. I love being at the dentist's teeth office. Hurt. I hate the dentist's office. I love the dentist's office. I want to go to Dr. Heavenly. No. So oh, my I God. What, I gonna, I what I would do for a heavenly smile. We need to oh make appointments God. at Dr. Heavenly's we, office. Real I, shit. I'm down. I'm Me too. totally As a gift down. To that would be hilarious. Christmas 2017, we're going to visit Heavenly Cons. <laughs> Y'all give each other yeah, I'm down. I'm all the way down. I, I love pay it. for your consultation and you pay for mine, okay. and then okay. it's a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though, can we talk about the dentist office? Though there's just something I to like. You the like dentist. the dentist office? Yes. I just love. It's traumatizing. I just love <laughs> hygiene of the mouth. <laughs> so you know they give you that gas, and the gas is sweet, mm-hmm. and you know they give you the mouthwash and the, the scrub. They got the special scrubber for the teeth. Like it's just something about. I should have gone to dentistry school. Like I've often that said, shit right the you same have great thing. teeth. Thank you. I've often said the same <laughs> thing. I I, I enjoy the dentist because it's so much. Like it's just a great time to be pampered. Um, what else, you know, better to spend that time on than your teeth? Yes. Your teeth speak before you speak. Yes. So, you know what I mean? Even when they take the x-ray, it's just like you bite down that little thing. It don't taste like nothing. It's just, it's real pleasant. The dentist is the most pleasant type of doctor I've experienced. Y'all are crazy. Like. I love going to the dentist. And then when I was a little kid, I used to feel competitive because I wanted to be on that no cavity wall. Did your dentist take Polaroids and put you on the no cavity yeah, wall? Yeah, we had those no. rubber stickers. Yep. Did you have a 
And then them sugar-free lollipops that wasn't good except for that yeah. one that you couldn't determine if it was pink or orange, but it tasted good. But I'm, I'm traumatized, too, because my dentist, when I was little, he was flirting with the dental hygienist, and he wasn't paying attention, and he scraped across uh, my gums. Oh, no. Granted, we could have sued the shit out of him, and we didn't, but I think that's probably where I have PTSD. Well, what's dentist. the statute of limitations? Okay. Hell, you got a case. <laughs> You got Selena a case, right. Isn't that crazy, though? He scraped the shit out of my gums mm-hmm. flirting with this chick. What about for you? Um, I know you got some, some beauty things. They don't want to know. Right. I'm trying to think because I have so many. I don't... Um, You know, I really love... Um, and you know I'm an oils person. Like, when I open my beauty... And you've seen my beauty mm-hmm. closet. It's a little bit insane. I'd be scared to touch them bottles because you know if they glass. So many, right? But something about opening that beauty closet and seeing that I literally have... Your apothecary. Right? Every oil known to man in there is exciting to me because it's like... <sighs> all these emotional benefits. <laughs> no, but you know, you're right. You right? Are, you it's are like right. Such a really cool feeling. Like, I feel like I can heal anything. Anything that I that I come down with, I'm like, just open my closet, pull out an oil. And I, what I love is um, Aracasia, which is one of the brands at Whole Foods and the Beauty Isle. They tell you on the bottle, like a quick description of the benefits, which I think is really smart of them. Because, you know, if... I personally don't know every benefit of every oil, but it's nice to kind of pick them up and it'll say like calming, energy, focus, you know, and that's just cool wow, to so me. You got to stand there and Google yeah, it. so I think it's cool to just have that. Um, so you got an oil bar. I really do. Mm-hmm. That's, hmm. Well, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say mm-hmm. I, my, my oil burner because that's changed my oh, life recently. Oh, yes. That's so I want true. one of them. My mama used to have one from I need Cracker a, Barrel. It smells so good. Oil burners are the shit. <laughs> I want a, a, a real good one. I have like the cheap one I got just to burn the oils. Throw a little lavender in that bitch. You know, I'm relaxed. Throw a little tangerine citrus in that bitch. You know mama. what? You're right. Now that I say that, I think in the oil diffuser in my house, I absolutely love it. I have this bamboo one. It's bamboo mm. and glass. Mm, With that the colors. Sharp. Yes, you seen it? You was telling me about yes, it. Yes, and it and changes I've seen colors. It and I didn't get it. I'm yes. gonna have to get one of it's those. It's called Spa Room. They sell it on Amazon. I mean, it has its own site, but you get it cheaper on Amazon. And I love it because it's like you I said, it's bamboo and glass. You fill it up with water, put the drops of whatever oil you want, whether it's just for aromatherapy or for its emotional benefits or both. And I love it because it's so cute and it changes colors and you can click it so that it stays on one color that you like or it can keep shifting colors. Send me the link. You know I like lights, Right. And you know me. You know what is so funny? I was talking to um, this astrologist friend of mine and she was we were talking about like the things that calm me as a person. And I was telling her that sensuality calms me. As weird as that sounds. That don't sound weird at all. It really calms me. Like, because she was like, well, what are the things that you do for your system? Which is actually, this is going to tie into today's wellness segment. So a little <laughs> preview. But she was like, what are the things that calm you as a person? And I was like, sensuality. Like, I like cool lighting and smells and darkness and, like, ambiance. And I realized that to put most that would usually become a quote-unquote mood for the average person but that for me is my mood period it doesn't have to be romantic or sexual i just like to feel like that like i like realize when i'm when i have the day off or the night off the lights come off and i need lighting and you know i burn my oils and i play my cool music i'm like damn 
that's sensuality calms me. I mm. feel the same way. Set the mood, play the can set the candles, turn them yes. on. You know what I'm saying? Cut the lights low. You know, make the mood just calm and serene. Play some music that's real relaxing, like Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Not Lil Uzi Vert. I feel you, friend. Sensuality. <laughs> Sensuality. Okay, so we did that. Let's talk um, music, which we always do in <laughs> What's that fate? Pick one. What's that Ooh, favorite I album? Pick, I can Try. never pick one. Just album? pick one. Favorite album? album? You're on an island. You only get to take one. What? Yep. Your iPhone... Only can can have one album on it. I can't even. <laughs> I wish you could see how stressed they both look. And I'm going to overload trying to listen to everything and think about what I could take with me. Ooh. I got to think about this very hard. <laughs> yeah, this is like the SAT. Like, this is going to determine where I go next. I'm going to take... Hmm. I think I might take A. Marie's first album. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, wait. Do I get saved on this album, or do I uh, on this island, or do I die on this island? <laughs> Just wanted to know. You die on this al- island. <laughs> okay. Really stuck. You know I what? Can't, I can't. Okay, fuck it. Give me Raekwon's "Only Built for Cuban Links." Really? You are yes. so hood. Just give it to me. <laughs> I, I don't it. care. That's one of my all-time favorite albums, and it's nostalgic for me because it makes me think about my brother. He used to make me listen to those albums, and that's one of the ones that we listen to repeatedly. I know it word for word, and it's literally a hip-hop classic. I feel that it is iconic and classic enough to properly represent my finer taste in music um, for things that are you know, may not be, you know, pop or whatever, but I still culturally, you know, impactful. I'm going to go with that. It's a lot of other shit I want to hear, but I'm going to go with that, and I feel confident. <laughs> That's it. Asante. I'm going to go with Jasmine Sullivan's Love Me Back album. Really? I couldn't think of which Jasmine Sullivan album I wanted to give it to because I'm stuck on the island, but um, a lot of the concept that I really think about with love, like real love, I always equate to self-love. Like, even if it's like, you know, a relationship with somebody else. So, Love Me Back, an album vying for someone else's love. If I'm on an island, I'm thinking about just having to stay in love with myself. <laughs> and there were like a lot of real hard lessons on that album, a lot of hard things that... I had to listen back to that I had album. some resentment towards that album, too, because, you know, she fell off, and I was like, I'm not going to listen to this album. And, of course, it was a beautiful album once I finally did. And then she came back afterwards, so it felt like a blessing. So... I just had to throw that one out there on the list. That's a good one. Great one. What about books? What are your What are your favorite books? If you had a book club, what would you suggest? <laughs> Makes me want to holler by Nathan McCall. Um, Milk in my coffee by Eric Jerome Dickey. Well, um, yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I love all, that's one of his old books. Yes. But like, his newer books are like amazing. Yeah. So I, yeah. I literally just read one like a couple weeks ago. You know that Omar he Curry's has these books. Na- these books about this assassin named Gideon, and it's like a series. It's so good. <laughs> but okay, so books. Um, Trying to Sleep in the Bed You Made by Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant. Also better than I Know Myself by Virginia DeBerry and Donna Grant. Um, Brothers and Sisters by B.B. Moore Campbell. Um, um, Mama by Terry McMillan. Also Disappearing Aww. Acts by Terry McMillan. Um, what else? What books? Ooh, shit. I'm trying to keep it black. <laughs> it's a poor <laughs> black authors right now. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to stop there. Rosalind McMillan also has some good books, too. So mm. check out Rod. Now, I never really got into, like, those true-to-the-game books and stuff like that. All those, like... 
you know, the books that look like the Master P No Limit album covers and shit. <laughs> I never really got into those books, but there's a lot of black fiction that I support. And That's also, what Sheree's cover looked like, one of those. Yeah, Sheree's cover looked like we had did it on, it looked like a, um, <laughs> what's that that program that everybody was doing where they were like, Dustin is doing such and such, and he made the little person. The little Bitmoji thing? Before or... Bitmoji. What was the one that we did it where we made the little cartoons of ourselves? Oh, like the, the little movie thing? About. I can't think of what it's called, but, but yes. that's how yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding. Um well everyone knows I love Paulo Coelho. I, that was the Alchemist? Literally any of his books, really. Oh, really? The any Alchemist of them. number one. But you know I've literally read like every book. All of them. I have a shelf dedicated to him. You can read every him in every different book. language. Every that. book. I just love that man. Um I hope I'm saying it right. Khaled Hosseini. He is he's the author of The Kite Runner and then mm. a book called A Thousand Splendid Sons. Whew. I'm not even because I usually mention self-help books. So I'm gonna give you guys novels, which I haven't really read in a long time. And I realize mm. like I wanna get back into giving my mind a little bit of a break sometimes. And you remember when you read a really good book and you almost feel like attached to the characters yes. when it ends? Like you get emotional wondering like, what's going to happen to them next? Like I miss that feeling. So I need to start reading more stories and novels. And definitely if you are kind of feeling the same way, I suggest um, Khaled Hosseini. I really hope I'm saying his name right. The Kite Runner is intense. It's a very sad book. It's not like a happy book, but it's a powerful, powerful, one of the most, I'd say top five books I've ever Did read in my life. Did they turn that into a wow. movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw it, but I'm pretty sure they turned it into a movie. It's intense. It's powerful, though. So those are my picks for now until something else pops in my head. Well, you know, The Alchemist, I'm going to go ahead and put that on my list. Because that's just forever. I mean, you really just got to always refocus, and that's just a good one to pick. Right. Um, also, The Night Circus, it's this uh, fantasy book. It came out like a few years ago, and I remember it being a big deal. So somebody forced it on me, and I read it, and it was really, really fucking good. Um, the Night Circus was the shit. Um, damn, I can't believe I just forgot them all. Oh, J.D. Salinger. Oh, um, damn, and, you took me back. And even... Um, uh, oh, uh, what's the guy that did uh, Fight Club? The book, Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fight Club, the book was better. Well, I, well the book was the really book. good. Yeah, I saw the but movie. But the book, obviously, is, the books are always better than the movies, yeah. they say. So the book version of that was good. And um, damn, I forgot the last one that fast. Go ahead. You guys ever read A House on Mango Street? Mm-mm. No, but I seen The Last House on the Left. That ain't no <laughs> book, though. That's just a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that by M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> no, The House on Mango Street by um, Sandra Cisneros. Oh, it's so good. It's it's just like a childhood book, though. I think I read it probably in junior high school. Ooh. And it's one of those, like, you know, living in the inner city, like, yes. you know, girl on the IRT type books. But mm. there's, like, the Latino version. It's so good. It's one of my, like, favorite um, books of all time. Um I love all those stories, those teenage coming, coming of, of age. Coming of age. Listen, that will always my, have my heart. Always. And I feel, always. I just always feel like the main character, it makes me feel young again. So right. I, like, I watch them all the time. Right. Oh, you guys got to read House on Mango Street. I know I those listening probably know what I'm talking about. Also, also can't live without any of the Goosebumps books. Oh, my, oh God. my God. <laughs> what, about, what about Fear Street? You took Fear it back Street, to the school uh, book fair. Uh, the Scholastic books. Uh, <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Okay. 
Goosebumps. Uh, what was the Hardy Animorphs? Boys. Hardy Boys and Nancy Hardy Drew. Hardy Boys. Did the you ever read Judy Club. The Babysitter? I used to. Oh. I used to want to read that, but I felt like it was for girls, so I would never. I wouldn't let nobody <laughs> know. I wanted with to the read it. I wanted to read the Babysitter. <laughs> it was so good. They had a TV show and everything. I know. Remember I said, Hello to your friends, Babysitters Club. <laughs> I do remember Babysitters Club. Okay, let's Ooh, go David to Sedaris. Let's go to um, who? David Sedaris, he uh author. So first of all, his sister is an actress. They're like a, a whole entertainment family. Amy Sedaris is like a comedian, real funny, and uh, she did books. Her brother, he's done books too. Uh, Me talk pretty to you one day was a good one, and it's like a bunch of stories about uh him being like a gay man growing up and uh family in South Carolina, dad being an artist and just all sorts of dysfunctional shit. Super super cool author. Check Never out. heard of it. Let's okay. Let's go back to throwback shows. I love Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider! Do you remember with the Jamal. episode? Do you remember the episode with and the slime Alex monster and Gabby yes. and, and who Hector. else? Hector, Hector, and and Jamal's uh, grandmother was a yeah, post. She, she worked for the post office. Remember? Yes, she was a yes. mail carrier. All right, now Jamal. I don't yep. need you coming in after this late now. Like always coming through. And she had a boozy fade back then. No. That what about so Carmen good. San Diego? Where in the world is Carmen, Carmen San Diego? You tell me. That was the okay. Jam. So Gullah Gullah Island. Oh, oh my God! Come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah Island. Just put your foot in your hand. <laughs> Benya Benya Pollywog. Okay. Eureka's Castle. Eureka's oh, Eureka. Ca- the Puzzle Place. The Puzzle, the puzzle place. place. We're going to the Puzzle Place. <laughs> Sizzle and Nuzzle are double G. Okay, so wait, all old school shows, though? Fraggle yeah. Rock. <laughs> it ought to be like baby shows like that. <laughs> okay. It could be like Step by Step. Step by the Moesha. California Moe- Dream. Uh, don't, California Dream. Oh, my God. Yeah, that used to be too. the show on USA Today. <laughs> What was that grown show? And it was like in LA, and they lived in like a apartment complex. You know what I'm talking about? And it was it was grown. It was like white people. I don't even it know why I was watching show? that. Um, damn it! Tell me my... more about the I know, show. Yeah, and it had like Heather Locklear. Oh, Melrose Place. Mel- <laughs> yes, Melrose Place. <laughs> so good. Okay, you want to go there? Knott's Landing. Oh my um, god. Um, um, Melrose Place. What was the, one of them other nighttime soaps? It was Knott's Landing, and it's another one. Well, does Dawson's Shit. Creek kind of count over there? Yeah. I never really watched Dawson's Creek. Well, you didn't get in the pace. What was the show where she had a crystal ball she used to talk to? Clarissa explains Clarissa. it all. Nah, nah, Melissa nah, 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 nah. Blossom. Yeah. Blossom with six. six. Yes. And Joey Lawrence. The one with Jared Leto. <laughs> six. Um, when when they were in a high school. I actually saw it on Netflix the other day. Where she's on Homeland now. She had like red hair when she was little. Claire Danes? Yes. She had a show with Jared Leto when they were little. Oh, yeah. The, Did uh, she what? Are you, uh, the, the, the drama show. Yes, in I like a high school. I see that gay actor all the time. Uh, Fuck, I, uh, my so-called life. Yes! Oh my god, Duh. my so-called, so so-called life. life. Yes, you, classic show. Yes. Oh, so undressed. Party of five. Party, Party of five. You know, I never got into Party of Five. I didn't but did you watch Undressed? Yes, on MTV. And do you remember USA High? No. That was like the bootleg <laughs> saved by it the It was. <laughs> rocking at USA <laughs> High. Rock, rock, rocking. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my is god, this? you took me. <laughs> Y'all remember Zusha? 
Yeah, Shusha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was another Why one? did you know Shusha? Because I remember in the mornings they would play it on like the cable channels, and I remember oh, being fascinated shit. by them, them scenes that dancing and that partying and shit. Did you guys Even watch Sabado Gigante? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Didn't know a word they was talking about, Didn't but I know on Saturdays they got it the fuck on oh, on the Spanish. I hate we you. used to call Univision the Spanish channel when we was in, in, growing up in Michigan. It was the Spanish channel because they always spoke Spanish, Ooh. and we would still still watch it and try to like pay attention that is so funny and of course the golden girls Oh my God. Right, that's Absolutely. like everybody. Okay, so what was let's empty nest? What about empty oh nest? Oh my God! They was the neighbors nest. on Golden Girls. Did you ever watch? <laughs> Yo, I love that show. Oh my God! Remember the dog Dreyfus? Yeah. Did you ever watch uh, All About? <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna cry. I the, love empty nest. The Torkelsons. Do you remember I was? Do you the remember the Torkelsons? Yes. So there was a spinoff of the Torkelsons, and I don't remember the name of it. And like the family. Because the Torkelsons was the mom, and the, the girl would talk to the uh, window, be like, dear moon. I remember the Torkelsons. They they had a spinoff or some shit where they, like, the mom took the kids and left. And it was called Keisha Cole, a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> and they moved in with another family, and it was a whole... <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Keisha Cole. What Keisha about Cole? Rock? Oh, my. oh Rock. Whoa, 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 my mom whoa. loved that show. She Eleanor. loved that show. Rock, baby. <laughs> hey, Rock. Eleanor. <laughs> Did you ever see when Cedric the Entertainer... <laughs> Did you ever see when Cedric the Entertainer had a, a variety show on yes, Fox? Yes, yes. He used to do a parody of Sabado Gigante, and he would be... <laughs> no, really? It was called Chaota S. <laughs> and they used to make fun of all the Spanish <laughs> what shit. The hell? And he used to do the cafeteria lady on there. Cedric oh my was funny God. as hell. And the living color. Oh, my God. Please, Don't get me absolutely. started. My childhood, man. I remember I got in trouble when I was little because we had to fill out these... Um, it was We had made like these little like paper cubes. And you had to write on each side of the cube, like, your favorite things. Kind of like what we're doing now, your favorite TV shows to watch. I couldn't have been in no more than, like, fourth grade. And I remember I wrote In Living Color because <laughs> I knew that that was a funny, cool adult show that I wasn't supposed to watch or whatever. Right. Don't you know my mama tore my ass up for writing In Living Color on that thing and having the people <laughs> at the school thinking they, they let me be at home watching it. <laughs> that show was funny, it though. Was. It was Jim so Carrey. Good. Yes. <laughs> and Jim Carrey was letting white people have it back then. He was and hysterical. Because black people knew what time it was. And he was like, all right, I know what time it is. So I'm going to play along because I know how terrible we are. Like, and then Mad TV. Oh, oh my you God. Yes. Whenever there's a reboot, I want to be a part of it. I do too. Like Flat 100, out. There's a reboot of In Living Single. Is that what it is? Living Single is right? coming. Right? Yeah. Queen Latif was putting out. I'm going to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Give it a but what does a reboot mean? Is it the original people coming back? Yep. She wants wow. to bring the original Holy people. Shit. So it would be that like, what be are cool. they doing now? Right. Which I hope they spin out. I hope it becomes like an hour-long drama, like dramedy, I guess that follows them at their current age, you know what I'm saying, those characters. They can't come back and give us the same format. In the apartment. It, it, it just wouldn't work <laughs> yeah. out. All them niggas 50. So, like, now, and you know what I'm saying? Or something. Yeah, we have to we have to develop it. That I'm is talking so like funny. I'm in on the project. We, <laughs> we, we are. We, we, we supposed to be. Shit. But, yeah, um, I would love, like, one of my dreams, I would love to do Saturday Night Live. I would love to do, like, improv sketch comedy like that on TV. Yeah. Yes. I would wear that shit out. Yes. You already know. 
TV used to be so damn so good. So good. The writing ain't even there for that shit no more. Shit, Soul Train. Shit. Oh I remember looking God. forward to Soul Train. On I did too yes. when I was little. And we always called the lady, the Chinese, well, we she, we called her the Chinese lady, but it was the Asian lady with the real long hair to the floor. <laughs> remember her? Everybody called her the Chinese lady on Soul well, she Train. And the Apollo. Remember when the Apollo oh was fun God. to watch with the old lady that would run in the front and yep. she would yes. try to grab everybody? <laughs> The auntie always write their hands up the and stage. And you rub that wood and Kiki Shepherd with the gowns on and the way she will walk. Does it not come on anymore? It does, but it's different now. Oh, damn. And I'm, I'm blessed enough to say I'm happy that I was able to go to Showtime at the Apollo on a Showtime Wednesday night. The Apollo is about the, the size of this studio. It's very small in there, but, you know, <laughs> it's the Apollo. It's iconic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then the last topic, because obviously we have to move on. Clothing, brands. <sighs> What's your favorite? If you could be faithful to a brand, let's say that they would be spot. Oh, I already know who Dustin. As soon as I said that, I saw your face. Everybody knows, you know, Nike. You know, Nike. Okay, you can't say one that you that everyone knows. Okay, tell us a brand that people would be surprised that you wear. Mr. Turk. What's that? Mr. Turk is it's the menswear line of um, Trina Turk. She's a designer. She's got a menswear line called Mr. Turk, and I wore them um, at Afropunk. Oh, I wore cute. them at um Wait, the New jumpsuit? Yeah. Oh, cute. Oh, nice. I wore one of their jumpsuits on New Year's this year, too. I love their clothing. Hella like, cute. I love, love, love their men's clothing. Mr. Turk. Cute. What about you, Asante? Tom Ford. I've never owned it, so. Tom Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried on several pairs of Tom Ford. Sunglasses, shoes, pants. They all just look great on me. So if Tom Ford came up to me and said, I would love for you to wear my clothes for the rest of your life, I would. I would not blink. I would say absolutely. Just like that. What about online? Do you guys shop online? Hell What are your, like, go-to online shops? Give us, like, two. Etsy? No, I'm just playing. Shit, Etsy's dope. (laughs) Etsy's a freaking black hole. Everything's there. (laughs) Um, Definitely Etsy for me. Where do I like to go shop online that that people be? Believe it or not, this will surprise people. I love West Elm. Oh, um, hello, have you nice. seen my apartment? I love West Like <laughs> My apartment is West Elm. Friend. And, and like, Crate and Barrel. Online, and Crate and Barrel. And what's the, um, C, the Crate and Barrel, like, junior? Oh, yeah, C2. C2. CB2? CB2. Yes. Oh, that store fucking... I love Crate and Barrel. Stole all my money when I first West Elm has really good sales online on their website, too, if you go to the sales tab. I love West Elm. Yeah. Um, for me, for clothing, I'm... Most of my clothing that you guys have seen <laughs> at events is a combination of thrift clothes that I've had for like a hundred years, and I love Nasty Gal, N A S T Y G A L dot com is so good. Embarrassing when the boxes come because it looks like sex toys. <laughs> Every time the big huge box comes, the guy from UPS gives me that look like. Mm-hmm. And you keep ordering from there. <laughs> he looks at me like mm-hmm. nasty. <laughs> I hate it, but whatever. Mine is business. Um, I love. There's a store called Misguided. M I S S G U I D E D. Um, G U I D. I'm like, that's probably right. Misguided. That's where I get most of my tomboy like hoodies and basics. They sell a lot Mm -hmm. of dope basics. I think it's from the UK too. Um, so shipping takes a while, but the clothing is such great quality. Um, I love Etsy. 
I live on Etsy yeah, and Etsy's Amazon. Yeah, Etsy Amazon. Amazon is killing I, me. Always, They're making it too easy I, with the African Prime Amazon app. Stuff. And I get t-shirts off Amazon. <sighs> I just buy little t-shirts that I like and Levi's jeans. Yeah, well, you know I'm faithful like, to Levi's. Like, it's just Levi's jeans, Amazon t-shirts, and if I can find something, I find. I hate shopping. I just, you know I, what's funny? I, I used to, to love shopping. Like, I lived for it, and now I'm over it. I love to spend money, too but tired. I hate to shop. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> I hate trying shit on, having to oh take everything God. off, and it's not my thing. Do you guys have jeans that you guys love? Um, Traditional Levi's fit me really well. I have, like, a really low waist and a long torso, mm-hmm. so I have to buy my jeans a certain way in order for them to fit. And now that I've embraced wearing my pants a little bit tighter, like... <laughs> I'm opening my eyes to several <laughs> different brands that I had overlooked. Okay. You know, at one time or another. So I'm having a lot of fun trying on jeans right now. This is all that y'all should have been told me to tighten up that waist size. <laughs> I love Levi's. I'm faithful to them. They're good for the big booty girls. Hump with it. Right. If and that's they last that's forever. like and they last forever. They're good quality and reliable. And then if you have if you want to splurge a little bit for the higher end jeans that definitely last forever, I always suggest um Adriano Schmidt. AG jeans. They're amazing if you have curves. Like, amazing. They might run you, you know, like $150, $200. But I've been wearing my Adriano um, Schmidt jeans for about... I have one pair that I've been I've had for like six years. And you mm. wouldn't know. They look brand new. They have no holes. The seams are intact. So it's just, you know, you're paying for the quality. It's a, it's a hit when you're first buying it, but it lasts. So That's it's why some of them it. purses, when people spend all that money on them purses, even though, you know, you're going to do so much with a bag. When they last years and years, it's yeah, like, it's damn. worth it. Yeah. Handed- I personally will spend money on things that I quality. know. Yeah, I love quality because I, I think it's annoying to do fast fashion where yep. you wash it like once or twice and it might have been cheap in the moment, but Three then you wash gone. it and it's just, <laughs> and it's destroyed it's and you'd like, be mad as fuck like what did I waste my money on right and I don't I don't shop as often to buy like that yeah like, we I'm not buying shit. I'm not growing, buying stuff every week <laughs> yeah. okay but that's it cause we <laughs> we've been talking for over an hour this was fun you it was random right and cute <laughs> All right, you guys, today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by HelloFresh. Now, whether you're a busy professional couple, a large family that runs at breakneck pace, or somebody who simply wants to start cooking more, HelloFresh makes it easier, tastier, and healthier than ever to enjoy the experience of cooking new recipes and eating together at the crib. Every week, HelloFresh is going to create a new delicious recipe with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned, and I don't mean Lori's, but just follow me, home cooks that are short on time. HelloFresh currently offers customers a classic box or a veggie box, and soon they'll actually be launching a family box, which is larger, and it'll be great. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. New recipes are created every single week, so there's always something new going on. This is really great. We've actually personally used it here at the Friend Zone. We all loved it, each and every one of us. We're always on the go. It made our lives easier, and meal planning is something we talked about wanting to do more of, Mm -hmm. and HelloFresh really made it easy for us. So, um, listen, for 35 bucks off of your first week of deliveries, please visit HelloFresh.com and enter FRIEND when you subscribe. 
Once again, in order to get $35 off of your first week of deliveries, please visit HelloFresh.com and enter FRIEND when you subscribe. Enjoy delicious ingredients and simple recipes that you'll love to cook with HelloFresh. So let's jump into this week's wellness segment. It's a new year. Forget it. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Last week you had the backing track. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'ma have it again. He gave week. you he gave you the Mariah Carey at New Year's. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I was telling you guys earlier during the hot button. Well, not it wasn't a hot button issue this week. Um, that I was talking to an astrologer about the things that call me. And I really, that conversation was awesome because it got me thinking that I have sort of been making like a mental health kit, I guess I'd call it, Mm. because I've been traveling a lot. And to keep me centered and my anxiety down and just like grounded, I guess that's the right word, no matter where I go, I've developed a kit. And me and Asante were actually talking about this the other day, like Mm. traveling with the things that you know can kind of keep you in check. And so I, when I went to Cuba, I had like, I took a kit and it had my tea. It had Palo Santo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had a couple of my oils that I like to put on to go to sleep, like the lavender. I put lavender on my feet to help with my sleep. Um, and I had a blanket. Did I say I had a blanket? And I had like the little, what's it called? Um, that it keeps your tea warm. What's the, Not the mug warmer? Yeah. Is there like a name for it? The, the, the one in the, the, the thermos? The, there we go. Yep. Jesus. English. Hello. The thermos. So I, you know, like I traveled with things because I know that tea is something that I literally have to drink three times a day. There's no way around that. I don't even care how hot it is because we were definitely in Cuba in like <laughs> 90 degree weather and I was still drinking tea. Um, but those are the things that call me and I realize like it's really cool and important to know the things that calm you so you can keep yourself in check and have those things set because it was so cool to be in Cuba in the room and here I was like burning Palo Santo and cleaning myself (laughs) (laughs) and I kind of made myself laugh because I was like girl you're hilarious you're really (laughs) in this room doing this right now if somebody walked past they'd be like she is an interesting one but that's (laughs) my uh, nervous system and I'm aware of uh, how it works and that way you know on a daily basis I can kind of like tune into myself I guess remember we talked last week with Osho's book on meditation active meditations and learning how to be your own location of calm instead of having to seek that calm externally so this is a cool thing to consider it doesn't have to be big obviously you don't have to travel with blankets and thermostats and, and thermostats <laughs> and thermos right and thermostats, um that's right <laughs> and Palo Santo and all these things. It's whatever it means to you. It can be a book. It can be a pillowcase from your childhood. We all have different things that sort of ground us and calm us. But I think that it'd be cool for you to consider creating this mental health kit and even taking it to work. So so it could be like a... (laughs) That'd be cute. You'd be sitting at your desk with your blanket. Or whatever you decide to bring. (laughs) So it could be like a little piece of chocolate. Anything, whatever. You know, like somebody start pissing me off. So I'm going to, you know... Well, tell us what were your... What a would your mental health kit consist of? A little piece of, of chocolate. You said, I might not be able to travel with this one. <laughs> yeah, no, my mental health Well, how kit. about legally, legal I'm travel? About, I'm, about, I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. 
<laughs> it, it definitely would have to consist of a piece of candy or something. Because, you know, I feel like if... Sugar calms you? So, something about just having a little something sweet for the moment, like a little reminder of the things in life that you're missing. So, like, a, a piece of nostalgic candy. A just piece always, of indulgence. Yeah, it just always gets me going. It's like, you know, when you were younger and your grandmother used to say, get a little mint out of my purse or something. It's like, you don't know why oh, you did it. Oh, and then it. when you dig, it'd be the little strawberry-wrapped mint, you know? Uh, <laughs> my grandfather so always had those in yeah, his yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. So good. He See, always had three or four mint. of those. I needed the church mint. Oh, but Dionisha did keep Werther's them. original. Oh, the, okay, now, ah. for the real win, it was the reasons, okay? Do you ever remember the reasons, oh, candies? Oh, yeah, the reasons. R-E-I-S-E-N. Yes. Oh, oh, in the yellow God. sack. No, it was the. Uh, Brown. Oh, you think about the nips, ain't you? You remember oh, nips? Wrong I candy. remember nips. <laughs> but reasons, some of those did come in a yellow bag. Oh, because yeah. in my mind, I'm picturing the little oh, yellow sack. The ones in the south, there was a little brown bag. Anyway, the kid would have a little piece of candy, something sweet to like a reset. Mm. Um, maybe a little Palo Santo. I actually do travel with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yay. I have a little container and I keep that little wood block with me. It's kind of weird. I wonder what that looks like to the TSA. Um, <laughs> yeah, the girl was definitely like, so what's this sack of wood? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you take the whole bundle. I was friend. like, um, I, yeah, take the bundle. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. Okay. And then she was like, "What's this little sack?" Of wood? I was like, "Um, I just, it's like incense." And she looked at me like, "Okay, <laughs> sure, it is." I'm, like, I'm not gonna stay here and explain the emotional benefits of right. Um, it's like incense. <laughs> Imagine me being like, "Well, in the Amazon, uh, they yeah. cut down these trees." <laughs> And the trees are aged, the trees are aged for a hundred years. To a goddamn TSA <laughs> she agent. Like bitch walked away. Right. Right. Yeah. Asked you all that. Get out of my face. Come on, hey girl. Listen to the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> it was redder. It was redder. Redder was a TSA <laughs> agent. I love redder. Uh-huh. And for the last thing, I have to have music. It doesn't have to be a cell phone. Always. Like I I used to carry around a cheap iPod, like a little iPod shuffle to clip on that I could just put headphones into and press play. That way I don't have to look or think about it. I could just have music. I love that. I love that a lot. You know, that's one thing, too, I think that's frustrating about iTunes and Spotify and all these. Like, if you have to have Wi-Fi, you know how they, it's, I mean, I know you can download it, but because for me on my um, iPad. iPad, I was trying to listen to some music while I was traveling, and it was like, you are offline. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn it, I didn't remember, remember to down. It kind of sucks that then, it's like that, because I'm not going to download my entire discography of right. music. All your products have different space amounts on them, because you want to save them all in one right. place. Right, like, so it kind of sucks that it's, I mean, it's cool that everything's so digital, but at the same time, like, I just want to listen to my song when I want to listen to it. Yes. Thank yeah. God for titling that offline content, because <laughs> that's what saves me, for real. Well, Spotify has it, oh, too. Oh, Spotify, yeah. too. I yeah, love yeah. Spotify. It's just, but you, mean, have no, you have to remember to, to download, to do right? It. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the that's issue. That's the only problem, yeah. Right. I love Spotify. Don't get it twisted. Don't get I it love twisted. Spotify. I love them all. Yeah. What would be on your kit? Um... So definitely a needle and thread because you never know. And <laughs> he was such a lot a of man. times I rip my pants in the crotch. Um, <laughs> you would need uh, for me to have in order for me to be happy with what I need. Um, Carmex or lip balm oh, of some sort. Listen. Gum or mints of some sort. I used to have braces, so I, I have to have gum or mints. Um, what else would I need to have? A shaving kit, so shaving cream and a razor so I can feel whole and complete <laughs> like oh, a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't like not shaving and looking horrible. Um, what else would I A Bible, a small Bible. Really? A pocket Bible, yeah. That's so cute, uh, a pocket Bible. <laughs> what else would I need to have? Q-tips, 
Ooh, you know what I mean? Too. I just want to be presentable because I feel right. like if we're going to get found, I want to be able to like do the interview and shit. So oh I don't need, like, you know, a little, yo, steamer. You might as well bring that. <laughs> Asante's. <laughs> we need all that stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, y'all are so Oh, you know what I meant to tell y'all. So Oh, seeds. No, I'm just playing. No, you did it. Cur- what kind of island we on? Cur- uh, shout out to system. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> shout out to Karuchi. What you Cor- No, say? Corinne Bailey oh. Rand. Do you know she put me on to this um You're friends with Corinne Bailey? I am. I love her. She put me on to this uh, shampoo and conditioner. I really hope I'm saying it properly because you know Kenya she- Moore hair. <laughs> 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 I hope I'm saying it right because it's spelled R A H U A. I think it's like Rawa. Yeah, that's right. About right Rawa, too. and it's like this Amazon beauty, not Amazon the brand, but it's from the Amazon. And it's made with Palo Santo. What? what? Oh my so God, I wanted to die. And it's expensive. <clears throat> it's more on the high end because one bottle. <laughs> I posted it yesterday and this girl was like, what? You, I feel like you're about to call me a bitch. <laughs> it's $36. How big is the bottle? Mm, not that big, like eight ounces. Oh my God, <laughs> what? But who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. But for those, because you got to remember, mm. there are people who who buy expensive true, products. True. So I'm not one of those. But lately, I've been curious, like, because her hair is gorgeous. It yes, is. Corinne Bailey Ray's hair is gorgeous, and her skincare. So I've been like totally paying attention to what she uses, and she told me about that beauty product. And I was like, you know, I'm curious to see what would be the difference between like a $10 bottle of Shea Moisture and then a $36 bottle of this. And I tried it and you guys, <laughs> if no, listen, if you can splurge it, I believe you already. if you can, don't do it if you can't, obviously, but if you can... It is so good. I so got in good? the shower and the knots in my hair like melted. It took me nothing to detangle with my because I don't use combs. I so use I my could fingers. Go from like a five in to like a. a, a I'm telling a you, my hair. It was like butter. It's, it's that just, Palo Santo. It, it badass is. Palo Santo. <laughs> that wood, them when wood sticks that in there. That's what it was. And it smells so was fresh. Washing your hair like this with the Palo Santo. <laughs> <laughs> Exfoliating your I'm hair. So mad at you. <laughs> yes, for the spiritual wave for hair. I'm telling I you, it, it. I thought it was so cool. First of all, that she knows Ooh. how I feel about it, and that ingredient was the main ingredient. So, <laughs> if you're looking to splurge and you you're a fan of Corinne Bailey Ray's natural beauty, that's what she uses. Your hair look good this week too, friend. Oh, thank you. That Palo Santo. <laughs> Hot oil treatment you had. <laughs> right. And you guys see how fast my hair has grown. Remember, I just got it cut. I can't cut. believe you got that haircut. Remember, I still don't understand I'm still thinking either. about how you was freaking out about getting that Remember right. the first right. week? I was like, shit, I cut too short. And then now it's like right back. Baby. It's really cute, though. And Thank it, you. It grew out cute. Yeah, I'm ready. I have to go back and be like, give me some layers again. But something to consider if you're looking to splurge. Just a, a beauty tip from from the magical Corinne Bailey Ray. Okay, I'm I getting some from my beard. Oh, you should. And the hair on my toe knuckles. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> they have like um, serums and oils for your hair, for your beard that probably be really nice. And it smells mm. so good. So it's high end, but I mean, it's it's worth it. If you can, it's worth it. So that's it. That's it from uh, this week's wellness segment. Just something to consider uh, for creating your wellness, your mental health kit. It's like creating a little hug that you can take for yourself yes. in case, you know, days get a little bit 
heavy. And even when you're traveling, you know, you can get a little bit homesick. Traveling could even be just heading to someone's house in Brooklyn. <laughs> or your commute, okay. your daily commute. Your to daily commute, work, yeah. you know, put on uh, music that makes you feel good. Anything to kind of let put you tap in. Put a color in the book in your kid. <laughs> I ain't forgot. Right? So that's it. That's it. Now let's jump into TV land, Sir Dustin. Let's do this shit. Y'all already know that we're going to discuss two shows. Well, two and a half. We're going to we discuss go. two and a half shows. <laughs> oh, no. You're not saying half. So, oh, no. So, no. No. So, no. He started. What season is go. it? No, I'm just saying. Anyway, so, but... Married to medicine, okay? Let's start there. First of all, I, I cannot stress to you enough how good I'm can't. trying to keep it she rolling. The train is going out of the station. She ain't going to make it. She ain't going to make it. I'm sorry, friend. It just, I, only, I didn't even think about it either. You know how it just, they just pop out to the forefront of your thought. Out. It just came out, and I was like, damn, that's out. Can't, no backpedaling this way. So you know I, think, I said what I said. You think when Tina Turner done and she hit you with another one? Do, 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 do. Oh. Our prayer, Barry, don't stop. So, Dustin did not stop with them jokes. So, Mary right, uh, to Medicine. Has been, Married to Medicine has been fantastic. Um, this season has been literally the best season of Married to Medicine. I really got to watch time. the show. Have you been you seeing do. the tweets? Did you of people see the that SoundCloud are, comments? No. People were I didn't, like, everybody was saying how good I it was. I must say, this show is very good. It is yep. riveting television. Riveting. The, is, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it gives you everything you want from the drama to the, the good drama from people that have long standing personal relationships. So, not like things that they argue about for the show. And right. even the bad drama, there's like real drama. But the resolve behind that drama, because, you know, sorry to interrupt, Janice. I just want to give Toya a moment mm -hmm. for Janice, too. But when Toya apologized for what she said, because I, I told I said I ain't like Toya no more after what she said about that gay shit. She apologized for what she was saying. I still hate that it is used as an insult. And I still think that Toya can choke for other reasons. But I did appreciate her saying why she did what she did and them having that resolve in that moment. Outside of that, she's... I think she... I hate that they use that gay shit for her insult too, whatever, but... What'd I, they say? That this guy had approached... Last season, Quad and Lisa had a conflict that was, ran the whole season. And a young man approached Quad at an event and told her that he was dating Lisa's husband. And so Quad, oh, like, Quad totally put that. her hands up, like, yo, uh-uh, I ain't got shit to do with this. Like, why are you telling me whatever? A lot of people feel like Quad put the boy up to it. A lot of people do not. And the boy has gone on to do interviews afterwards, sticking to his claims. It kind of went away, which leads me to believe there was some other kind of something that happened behind the scenes because literally, like, it just went away. Just disappeared. But um, so now that Lisa has been a raving, you know, just a lunatic on the show, She's people awesome. have been using that as an insult to her when she attacks their husbands. Got so, it. like, when she told Lisa, or <laughs> when she told Toya, you know, Toya, I'm, I'm not Eugene. You don't run me, bitch. Talking about Toya's husband. Like, she run her husband. So Toya was like, See, see, uh huh, with your gay ass husband. Oh, so, like, that's so now it's a thing. Yeah, got you, that's got how it happens. But it's good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the funniest parts. Problematic babes. So, so many, so many good what parts on this do? episode. But Dr. Heavenly, who I have truly enjoyed this season. <laughs> She was giving her interview confessional, and she was basically giving just a loving, you know, statement about how much she admires Dr. Jackie for being so upfront and transparent, and she wants to be like her. And she teared up in her confessional, and she was like, ooh, she was like, y'all got me crying. I didn't mess my makeup. She was like, 
let me talk about that Lisa bitch before I can stop crying. She pulled a dust She's like, let me that talk about that Lisa bitch before I can stop crying. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Knocked that out the park. You, so, you dapped up on the TV. You was like, right, I did. Heavenly has really impressed me this season. Toya Bush Harris, you know, Toya is a lot of things, but Toya's accuracy has been endearing, you know, for me this season. She has been nailing their asses to the line when it comes to facts and a recollection of events. And that is usually my style of, you know, verbal confrontation because I feel like you can't really argue with facts. But I have been watching, believe it or not, see, this is why those reality shows are not just all garbage because after watching them, I've decided, I just told Fury this the other day too, I decided that I'm going to dial it back a little bit when I'm in confrontations when it comes to holding people to the facts because it can appear overbearing. And even though I know that I'm not it trying to be overbearing to or dominating. To finally see It took Toya. So, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So took, you know what, 2017, so. sure. I'll take it. <laughs> Listen to me. You have to get inspiration where you can get it. I'll take and it. That, and I'll it legitimizes the show. Let me tie this in, right? I'll take there it. you go. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's it. I'm telling mental you. Health, the mental health, mental wellness. Absolutely. Mental hygiene. Because who? Wants. Okay? A musty brain. Not Toya Bush Harris. So I have been watching that. I love that show. Lisa Nicole has been making me so sick. You know, She's I just. Awful. It just is what it is. But please, I can only tell you guys so much about the plot without telling you. Just watch the damn show. Watch Married to Medicine I'm going to surprise four. y'all one day. It is so... I'm going to be like, because Dr. Heavenly. Ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's been so... And I, is it on I'm, Hulu? No. Oh. Just watch it on demand on, um, well, or go online on, on Bravo. On demand on TV. You can watch TV. it on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, damn, we talking about friends. <laughs> go online on, uh, on Bravo. On, yeah. de- on demand on what? <laughs> so, but watch the show. Uh, Mariah has been driving me. My projector, me. like, click, click. Okay, like. <laughs> projector going like, I still need the camera I'm box. sorry, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> but Mariah has been driving me absolutely up the wall. Um, she is trying to make everything about the show about her. And these women have truly moved on in like a unified friendship as a whole. As I a heard past. my name. Even the women who are used to be at odds, at odds, right? Everybody's actually trying to get along with the exception of Lisa, but she don't count. So, you know, everybody's been trying to get along and stuff. And Mariah has been purposely causing problems and doing things to start trouble and it's making her it's so evident because all the other ladies are so cohesive in their efforts to like have peace right that mariah's bullshit is like in caps lock so she looks so <laughs> stupid and then on that. top of that she had her and her husband be coordinating their outfits like somebody cares and she actually they had on yellow and she literally like couples in amusement park yes, yes she literally had half of her eyelids like the inner half the inside of the top eyelid was yellow eyeshadow, and the outer half was like silver. So, and she had gray contacts yep. and, and flying eyelashes. Yeah. Come on. So, like, literally, imagine like that yellow on the inside. I, and it was so crazy for me <laughs> to look at her on that screen and know that she had done that shit on purpose. Like, she literally, <laughs> like, stepped in the mirror and was like, I'm gonna fuck him up and put this yellow, you know what I'm saying? And right had the here. nerve to storm off from that one conversation. Yes, Asante. She, she Mariah really wants people to, I don't know, she just acts like it's about 
her. And yep. they had these women have obviously moved on. So it's just fascinating to watch. So watch that. The Real Housewives of Atlanta was excellent. Well, but even before you get there, mm-hmm. one last thing about Mariah. I even love when Simone had the moment for their fathers. Yes. And me they too. they even brought Mariah along. I and- fast forwarded her part. But I thought that what Dr. Jackie said and what Simone and Kwai said, <laughs> yes. it was so heartfelt. And I really felt for those women I about their too. loss of their fathers. You fast forward to Mariah's <laughs> yes. part too. I don't That's know what, what she said. Like, I, yeah. I just thought when I saw her come on the screen, I was like, oh, okay, this is really nice that they brought her along for this. When I saw her and come then... on the screen, I was like, oh, I absolutely don't have to watch this. <laughs> I was excited to skip ahead. That's thrilling to be able to like skip ahead. Like, oh, I'm relieved of the responsibility of suffering through her scene. Yes. So, yes. So the Real Housewives of Atlanta was really good um, this season. Candy has just been on a path of clarity and bulldozing these women out of her way <laughs> along the way. I'm loving it. Um, and this season, I still hate Phaedra, but Phaedra has actually literally for the first time in her time on the show, she has made me laugh. Phaedra has been making me laugh this season. Like the things that she's been saying, the all the mm, all that yes. shit, it's been funny. It's like she's learned how to make these things funny and it's not so offensive anymore. Her son is adorable. The pop-up shop was great. Kenya's booth was outstanding at it that was. pop-up shop. It was. Say what you want, but it was dope. Um, the way Portia walked in, shaking her finger when Kenya was at that booth. These girls have mastered the art of being on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And one thing I love about that show is that all of the girls on that show, they have a respect for the show. So there's certain things you never hear about drama between them off-season. They all respect the show enough to keep their mouths closed and just let it all play out on the show. And that's why that show has been so successful. Those girls aren't thirsty for the attention. So... Just a little tidbit about The Real Housewives of Atlanta. We'll see you back here next week. Same place, same time, here on WBZ. <laughs> Did Let's you watch... Are we not um, going to talk about Love and Hip Hop? No. Did you watch... Uh, um, Little Women Atlanta? No. <laughs> the one with... with um, Beverly Hills? Jesus. The BET show that just came back. Being Mary J. Yes. Oh, yes. No, so I... bad with titles. My God. I watched Being Mary J. I need Jen Cobalobo. That's... <laughs> You notice I'm like the um, you know. You know always made. Remember I told you that that name <laughs> that has always name made me laugh. Ginkgo biloba. Okay, it's <laughs> for echinacea. Yeah. My mom used to love echinacea. We get sick echinacea because it works. Right It'll knock up. everything right. out. I mean, like like that girl did Ronda Rousey. <laughs> That's that girl needs to. The girl that whooped Ronda Rousey ass needs to change her name okay. to echinacea. <laughs> <laughs> And if you really think about it, Echinacea sounds like shit. a girl that can fight, don't it? <laughs> it do. You know Echinacea beat the shit on the Shantae around her. Well, my money on Echinacea because you know, I know she's going to handle Echinacea that. Echinacea been laying these hoes out ever since she started. She came here three years ago. Girl, you better stop by telling Echinacea. Okay, well, you know, I'm, tell, I'm just going to tell y'all. Once Echinacea get wind of all this shit, and all you, this shit here finna change. And you remember the last time Echinacea came in this bitch? <laughs> Okay. Y'all the worst. But yes. Wait, did you watch Being Mary Jane? I watched Being Mary What'd Jane. What'd you think? I watched it. <sighs> There's obviously been some changes made over there. Um, You're so kind. I'm going to stick with this show because I love the fact that, I love the story that it tells. I love the story of Mary Jane Paul. I right. love the fact that this black woman, that this black woman, rather, that's winning in the mainstream media and shit and able to, even though we find out she was fired from SMC, 
she was able to bounce back and get this job on what on the show is like today or Good Morning America, which is right. like my dream job. Right. But so you get yeah. to see behind the scenes. So, but you see that, and I just love that story. I love the the story that she has with her family members, the way that she is. I love the fact that they're showing that in a lot of black families, one or two people have gone on to be what people would de- deem as successful, and they're still trying to balance managing some normalcy in their family relationships when their day-to-day lives are completely different. That's a, that's a reality for a lot of people now. I'm glad they're showing that on TV and telling that story. That being said, the way that we're telling the story, we got to pay a little bit more attention to it. The past three seasons, this is season four, correct? I don't Enough even know. I believe this is season four. Um, but the past three seasons of that show were written so beautifully in the way that they told the stories. They took their time. This episode felt very rushed to me. Um, and Mary Jane was just a little bit too jovial and she was too upbeat. She wasn't the Mary Jane Paul that, we got, that we've gotten to know over the past three seasons. So I'm going to stick with this. I'm going I'm to see it through. Do you like the um, New York backdrop? No. But I'm. Really? But again, I <laughs> no, don't. But it's the it's honest. the it's the first episode. Right. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna give this time um, and just see what they do with this. Maybe I'm such a fun fan of rather of the show, and this feels so new and foreign to me that I need to you just adjust. have to adjust. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I I miss the old show, but I'm sticking with it. I love that show. I love all the cast. I think that the performances are great, and I just I want it to succeed. So. Shout out to being Mary Jane, and thank you for bringing that up. Right. Now we move on over to Mr. Music, man. I'm the OA. <laughs> the OA. <laughs> Dustin, have you watched that? I would love to see it. <laughs> have I watched? Have I watched? <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> Hell no. But you know what? Part. You know what? I was about to say, there you know, are some Maya real funny... You know Maya learned the routine. I'm going to learn it and do it she with She was her. like, I'm doing that it for shit. Christmas. Okay, there's a show on Netflix called The OA. Please Ooh. watch it, Dustin, please. Okay. Okay, okay. I watched the OA. <laughs> it's, I would love it's for it to them, be part of your TV. I want to watch it with you because there are some moments <gasps> where I just I would pay, I tell you. and laugh. Like the end of the first episode when she was telling her story and like, you know, when she started to get into it. What's it about? <laughs> An angel. <laughs> the the original angel. Just You OA. just got to watch it. You just got to. We got, can't ruin it. You got to watch it. But y'all can't tell me not, no. y'all can't give me a reason to watch. You know who else watched it? Mena was tweeting about it. No, he and, did not watch it. He said he tweeted. He said I'm weird, <laughs> and after watching this, this is weird. And I tweeted him back, and I said I felt the exact same way watching this shit. I was like, when I, I was thought that watching I was weird, it, but I was, I was like, watching... now nah, y'all know I'm weird as fuck. <laughs> and <then laughs> and she... even I sat there flabbergasted. I was and like, then this parts, is beyond me. Those parts where she would like be woke or have a speech or something for some of them, I wanted to be like. Girl, <laughs> go back to sleep. Go back to the other plane or the wherever part you was. The, the last episode, the ending, obviously they, we can't. No, don't tell. But I was like, when they, when they got into routine, when they thought there was a temptation. I turned into an when old lady. Was I was Jacksons, like, what is when what? They thought, no, y'all don't be having me watching no damn American Horror Story ass no, no it's, shit. It's, it's, it's not. It's not like it's, it's, graphic. It's just conceptually, it's weird. It's, it's supposed different. to be one of those. It's you got to be, be open minded. You're gonna love it. It's supposed to be one of those thinking. Uh, it's a very hey friend hey shows. show. It's it's more supposed to be spiritual than horrific or scary, but the spiritual part be <laughs> it's it's spiritual hipster <laughs> with a side of suburbia or something. I can't even spiritual explain. Spiritual like, hipster. What are y'all doing? I can't stay you. Something. I just I had to. But say after that. you watch it, Dustin, please. Because I'm gonna start report back to the show because we shit, have to hear your opinion. <laughs> When people do shit, like, nah, I just look at them and say, I'm Imagine Dustin's reaction to the last episode. 
Hey, look. <laughs> that thing was water bending or whatever the fuck. The dance. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> So for the music man segment, uh, last week I made a YouTube playlist with some videos. I'll get you all the link for that. Thank you all for watching the playlist. I actually kicked it off with the Latoya Lucky video that you mentioned okay. that I checked out. And I realized I always love Latoya Lucky. Me too. Now the track, I like the concept for the track. It, but it let me, it left a little to be it was, desired. I like it more after seeing the video. I still but it still ain't hitting no shit. The, you can't now, come out with torn and then come out with something tore up. It just don't. But it, but it seems like it would have. It was a good album track, like a good filler. Like I would like it if I heard it on the album. But it it goes in line with that whole like sampling something because it's a. It's a, a sample of Soul to Soul's Black to Life, which is a classic. And she sounds awesome, but the song yeah. is missing. And something. we caught that before y'all tweet us okay, a thousand times. Y'all didn't hear Fran sing, motherfuckers. We he heard her just sing back to life. people tweet. I'm like, when did I sing? Because I don't be thinking. All right. Well, don't tell them. Never mind you now. <laughs> They're going to hold it against you. <laughs> so the YouTube video playlist, I'm actually, if you tweet it with the hashtag, hashtag the friend zone MM, I'm going to be adding your videos to a separate playlist on the same YouTube channel. Um, and you guys can check out videos that way. All the people that tweeted saying how much they liked music videos and didn't realize how much they missed them. That was the entire point of doing this because we don't get to watch music videos enough. And somewhere down the road, maybe I'll like sit and we can live tweet music videos. Because when I was watching some of these, the new videos that I was watching, I just could not help but laugh. We don't know what some of these artists are talking about or doing or what they're trying to show us. So when you watch these videos, you might not want to be into artists no more. Or you might be into them more. So that's just something I also wanted to throw out there and give to you. Um, in addition to the playlist from last week, or adding to that one, I'm going to make the playlist <laughs> for the recommended video separate. And I made a playlist of In Honor of the Anniversary. Don Richard hey. put together a collection of some of her top visuals just to showcase uh, an African-American woman who was about her artistry. She, you know, really explored her musicality. She explored technology. And it was lit. I just want to, you know, show an artist that did a, a very cool body of work. Um, the 15th was the anniversary for her Hearts trilogy that she um, started the journey. And in her videos, you know, she really explores, like, tech and things like that. And I, I thought that that was a very cool to show because a lot of artists today you know you see the whole blinged out story and situations but if you're looking for somebody that does a little something different don richard check out some of those videos you might find some tracks that you like and just watch them and see what she's talking about and what she's doing because there was some cool shit out there she's the best she has a rehearsal dance video that i've talked about before on this show when she was doing the choreo for 86 and don richard is just like criminally underrated please check out her work like the visual pieces the music, yes, all of that shit. Because for the visual pieces, she even did uh, like the VR. She did a 360 video, yep. and I didn't realize you can watch that video <laughs> on YouTube and on the browser. You can scroll around on the fucking video on That's the browser. That's sick. So yeah, somebody out there doing some cool shit. Check that out. And then I'm gonna highlight other artists this way too. Like I'm gonna find uh, artists with the lots of cool videos that I've enjoyed, or lots of cool videos you guys enjoyed. I was going to say, like, Kanye West, I wanted to add on to the list, but we'll see how that goes this week before <laughs> I make that decision for next week. Can I watched the Big Sean video. Which one? Is moves it move? or, Moves? Uh, yeah, yeah, I finally saw it yesterday. It was it? cool. Moves is I like the colors. Yes. The, the color palette and just the how he looked when he was dancing. He was <laughs> he dancing. So it cute. was cute. <laughs> he has I make good videos. Move. He's cute. I make the city move. Yes, that was the shit. And I like that it was short. It's just interesting to see how videos change. Yes. Because isn't it like a minute long? It's like a minute mm -hmm. long. And do you remember when we were younger? I remember watching like Hype Williams videos. They were movies. <laughs> they were like 10 minutes long with the intros and... 
Then when Hype Williams changed the way videos look, where it was like the screen within the screen. The, the remember when he changed yes. that? Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember they uh, Neo's changed. video when he did that? Yes. For so, so sick. sick. <laughs> With the snow and shit. It that- looked like the cover of What a Time to Be Alive. Yes. <laughs> it did. It absolutely did. I love it. It's so fascinating to see how music changes with the times. Yes. This and is so- a good music segment. And it's great to see visuals, too. Can't forget about seeing the things. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. With all of the BS that we have coming up this week and, you know, still just trying to stay on top of the goals that we'd have, you'd think there'd be less people feeling away. But a lot of us are still feeling away. So if you're looking for someone to talk to, someone that you just want to kind of text on the late night, but, you know, not an appropriate like, you just get Talkspace. You have a dedicated messenger that is actually a therapist, okay? They're going to help you work through your problems so you're not just sitting up subtweeting somebody late at night. You're not sitting up here calling your girlfriend, and she got to go to work in the morning and listen to your trash. Man. An actual (laughs) therapist, okay? Someone that knows what they're talking about and it's going to give you the right things to do. You're not major galore. You know, you're not getting somebody up out the creep squad going with the enemies and things like that. You have a therapist. I'm telling you, you just got to know that you need to do this. Talkspace is an online therapy company, and they make it easy to connect with the licensed therapist, and they're handpicked just for you. And it's only $32 a week. Major Galore, I'm sure she got that. So if she needed someone to talk to about her stuff, she could have just paid that. Anyway, if you want to sign up and learn more about Talkspace, go to Talkspace.com slash zone. And as a special offer for our listeners, Major Galore, if you're listening, this is for you. You can use coupon code ZONE and get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's Zone, Z-O-N-E, and Talkspace.com slash Zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. Now let's get back to the show. So with that said, we're going to jump right into asking for a friend. What you want to (laughs) know? You better ask for a friend. Like they say, you better ask somebody. You better ask for a friend. That's what you did. Don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. That's the drop. And don't email us and ask us if you could email us there. Sorry, it happened again this week. Uh-uh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, we're going to get right into this. Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God don't, say, don't say it. Don't say it. Stop. <laughs> You a motherfucking liar. <laughs> you know, I ain't getting no. like this. And said, oh, you yeah, a motherfucker. Oh, you a motherfucker. <laughs> and, then, and she did it first. She was like, mm, you love a few details. <laughs> but your friend, Shamia. What? Sheree is so weird. She talks so weirdly. <laughs> like, the way she says her words. It's so funny, though. Like, when she was waiting for <laughs> yeah, right. Kenya's house. And she was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, Every time ooh, I see ooh, that gift, I die. It takes Drew. I think of y'all. Drew Shade. It takes Drew Shade to do that. <laughs> Drew's imitation of Sheree doing that will have your stomach hurting. I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I guess let's get right into the mess. <laughs> I need Time some advice, <laughs> right? My boyfriend, let's call him Rodrigo. And by the way, the person that wrote in is an African-American male. My boyfriend, Rodrigo, and I have been together for a little over a year now. But he isn't the problem one of his close friends. Michael is. He isn't the what? He isn't the problem one of his close friends. Michael is. The first red flag for me happened a few months ago. My boyfriend and I keep a list of experiences that we have or that we haven't had in our life but want to do and regularly cross them off together. And That's it, cute. 
It includes Ooh. movies, trips, festivals, food That's spots. That's really cute. And what else? <laughs> movies, trips, <laughs> festivals, food spots, etc. Party of how many? Some kind of way, <laughs> Michael... And remember, Michael is Rodrigo's friend. Uh, friend. Absolutely. That's the, the, the no good one, right? <clears throat> he got a hold of our movie list and brought th- and brought three of them over to watch with Michael. Which Rodrigo did, leaving me out of the loop. Oh, that's okay. For, at first, I was like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, Michael got a hold of our list and brought the three of them over to watch with him. Which Rodrigo did, leaving me out of the loop. Okay, so Rodrigo took Michael's list. Right. The list he got with the man, and they left him out of the loop. Wait a minute. No, Michael, Michael took, took Rodrigo's, Rodrigo's list. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah. yes. I was more so mad about it, but the fact that he left his phone open or told Michael for him to know about them. I just saw it as a personal thing between us that made our relationship special, and it kind of got tainted for me. However, like I said, I got over it. Now, I must admit that Michael regularly gets on my nerves. He's around a lot, will sleep over on Rodrigo's couch on the weekend, and generally not forgive us and not give us time alone. But my boyfriend thinks he's a great friend. I think he's just waiting for me to slip up on something so that he can slip in. Oh. The thing I'm mad about now is slightly different. While we were all at my place drinking one night, my boyfriend went to the bathroom. Michael knocks over his drink and says, nigger, using it as a curse like damn. So he said, nigger. Okay, sorry, I had to take a moment. (laughs) Now, friend... You will have to forgive me, but I automatically punched him in the mouth. Whoa. Is he not friend? Is he not black? <laughs> punched him in the mouth? Damn. Not, not hard enough to break teeth, but hard enough to teach him a lesson. Wow. He said racist things in the past and has been warned. Michael is white. Oh, And wow. Rodrigo is Brazilian. And while Tan would be considered white, being a black male in the group, I always feel like I need to defend against the jokes and things Michael says. My boyfriend comes from the bathroom wondering what's going on. Michael's holding his lip busted. I'm pissed and disgusted. And I tell Rodrigo what happens. Michael denies ever saying the N-word. And this fuckboy believes him, telling me that I must have misheard because Michael would never say something disrespectful. How the fuck you mishear, nigga? I saw Red and threw them both out. Yes. <laughs> I've seen Rodrigo since, but anytime he's hanging with Michael, I refuse to be with him. And it's cut down our time together as a couple. Rodrigo feels like this is his friend, and I'm the one making a deal out of it and making him choose. I've received no apology or explanation from either one of them. I feel like the trust he has in his friend is the trust that he should be put into me, and I'm seriously thinking about leaving him enough, even though he's been the best and most healthy relationship I've been in. (laughs) (laughs) My question is, should I stay and explain my viewpoint? I'm not you dying. Should I stay and explain my viewpoint and the hurt I feel over this, or should I leave and find someone who automatically shows me that respect? Am I wrong for making him choose? And Dustin, please give give me a something petty as fuck to handle Michael with. <laughs> please help me, guys. You all have an amazing show. Everybody in the studio is looking <laughs> at me. We all looking at you. Um, let's see. First of all, that cannot possibly be the most healthy relationship <laughs> you've ever been in. When you wrote into us about his friend saying nigger in front of you, like you ain't even sitting there. So, number one, you need to reevaluate like your assessment of the relationship and its value. Um, think about the fact that you offered your boyfriend, which I don't ever think is fair to make somebody choose, but right is right and wrong is wrong. And in this case, it's clear that your boyfriend's friend was wrong and you offered your boyfriend the option to choose, you know, what it was going to be because you're not going to put yourself in those spaces with him and he still hangs out with the motherfucker. So I don't know what you waiting on or if they need to put it in highlighter or 
crayon or, you know, sidewalk chalk, but I see time to go written, you know, big as hell in front of you. It's time to leave. This relationship is over. Um, it's not fun for you to have all this stress and anxiety over racial shit, especially not right now, the way that things are with the terrible, terrible social climate that we're in. Like, it's just not cool. Kudos to you for blowing his mouth out when he said that. Um, I'm glad you threw them both out the apartment, but just mean it. You don't throw nobody out with half of your ass. You throw them out with your full <laughs> ass. You kick them out, you kick them out. So ain't no hanging out when they not with the racist motherfucker. You hanging out with your boyfriend, you still being his boyfriend after you didn't told him the motherfucker said nigger in front of you while he was away, and he still is choosing to make that person a very important part of his life. That means that he's okay with that behavior. So you need to get your backbone straight, Sprinkle a little lorries in your palm and lick it and find the power and energy that you need to go ahead and stand up for something and walk on by. That's my advice to you. <laughs> I'm actually just going to piggyback on everything that Dustin said. I mean, that's the tough one. If it's your friend's best, your friend, your boyfriend's best friend, and he doesn't see anything wrong with any of that, then birds of a feather flock together. More complications are probably going to roll up soon anyways because it seems like y'all are just cut from different cloths. So, I don't know. That's the tough one. I'm going to go with Dustin, though. I say just move on. Move on to an environment that's more conducive to, to the conversations, friendships, and quality of life that you're looking for. Leave his ass. <laughs> don't look back. It's not even that big of a deal. He's not your healthiest relationship. Maybe he gave you some sort of security or, you know, you were able to, to, to be distracted from, from some other shit. But this cannot be your healthiest relationship. I believe that that young man did say the N-word. And he might have even talked to your boyfriend about it and apologized in secret. And your boyfriend might be keeping this a secret. I don't know. I'm just saying all this shit. <laughs> all I know is the trust there is gone. I don't trust you to stick up for me and what I stand for racially. Whether it even has anything to do with you. Whether you even feel as a Brazilian person, your boyfriend I'm saying. Uh, whether they feel like it was okay or not to have used the N-word. The fact is, it was said. And just because the friend denied it, you have said it and you were the boyfriend, so he didn't go your way. And you don't have to just leave it to he didn't take what I said at fault. But if you were offended, you ain't going to just up and bust nobody's lip for no damn reason. You ain't like the nigga this long. You would have done more than just bust his lip now. Leave his ass. Get rid of him. Move on to someone that's going to love you better. And if they hear the N-word, they're going to be the ones to hit somebody before you do the end <laughs> Dustin do you want to give him something petty to do to oh, his yeah, boyfriend or the boyfriend's the friend no cause he already took care of that when he blew his damn mouth out when he said it on site that wasn't on a petty note that was on time GP. <laughs> right on time okay. right on time right on motherfucking time hey <laughs> shout out to Domingo Shakespeare out here so for this week's Black Business of the Week, um, last week I mentioned staying in Cuba with uh, Kristen Braswell of Cuba. Crush Global. <laughs> of CrushGlobalTravel.com. Yes. Shout out to Crush Global. Right. And I wanted to also shout out another black business that took care of us so well in Cuba. They housed us. They cooked for us. They made sure we had cabs and maps and just made sure that we were safe. And it was like I was mentioning, it was the family who's, um, it's so, you know, like an Airbnb that we stayed at. I want to send them love. You guys know in Cuba, the economy is tough. People don't make a lot of money. They have to work so hard to make 
ends meet. So if we could send them a little bit of traffic, because I saw tons of comments and emails saying that you guys are headed to Cuba. So if you can, I would love for you to send her some love because she was so kind to us. And she's excited that people are coming. We've been emailing back and forth. She's waiting for you guys with open arms. Like I said, it's a beautiful black family, husband and wife, open the grandmother arms. and the daughter. They own a home called Casa Obispo 307. That's C-A-S-A-O-B-I-S-P-O 307.com. That's the actual website where you can find uh, the calendar to see what slots are available. Um, I loved it. It's a, it's a four-bedroom house. It's huge. It's beautiful. It's two floors. So two of the bedrooms are upstairs. Two of the bedrooms are downstairs. Each bedroom has its own bathroom with shower and a key. What? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and a key. So you, it's, you can, it's like a higher end hostel, uh, like a hostel. Yeah, because you can have your own bedroom because we went as a group. We basically took over the whole house and each one of us had our own bedroom. Um, but you know, you can rent it with your friends. If you're fly if you're traveling solo, some of the rooms have double beds. One of the rooms has its own bed. Maybe you're traveling as a couple with a couple of your friends, take over the whole house, take over one of the rooms. It's all good. Like I said, you have your own key. Um, she has a kitchen in the house as well. A huge, beautiful kitchen where she can make you meals for extra. If you pay her like $5, she'll make you breakfast, she'll make you lunch, she'll make you dinner. Wow. Yeah, so it's just cool. It's kind of nice to just have a home to go back to at the end of the day where she's kind of keeping her eyes and ears open and make sure you got back safe. That was kind of nice, too, to have like a mom. She wasn't overbearing or anything, but she liked to see that we made it back, <laughs> even, <laughs> even if it was four in the morning. So just something okay. I wanted to shout out, uh, casaobispo307.com. Um, if you do stay there and you email them, definitely tell them that I sent and I sent you and they'll be more than happy to accommodate you. Um, when you, if you do stay with them, please show them love on TripAdvisor so they can get high ratings and, and make an awesome living, yes, yes, right? Yes. And make, let's support this beautiful Cuban family that's just trying to do their best out there. Yes. So that's the black business of the week, right? Come International through. blackness. Yes. Come on. <laughs> let's and, support our family around about, the world. Let's talk about you having international pool out here. Like, oh, I'm here. I'm one of friends, people. <laughs> you and friends? Isn't that oh, beautiful, though? <laughs> <laughs> so i just had to put that out there um definitely support them please because like i said a lot of you are headed to cuba which is really exciting and i'm glad that you guys are linking up with Kristen from crush global she deserves it everyone deserves to prosper this year she and reached hope... out and she said that you know japan's one of her favorite destinations i told so... her i might go with y'all you, you come because i love japan i we... had the blast in tokyo i was there for a month it was amazing you got to be the co-trip advisor i would <laughs> Okay. So just something to keep in Can mind. Can I drop you your name in Japan too? No, <laughs> I wish. So um, that's it. That's this week's Black Business of the Week. Um, what do you guys have as church announcements as we wrap up the show this week? <clears throat> Nothing. I just would like, before we end this, I just want to really quickly, mm -hmm. right, just say a couple of words to Jennifer Holiday. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> as you all know. Did you see her on The View? I did not. Um, as you all know, uh, Jennifer Holliday had uh, come forward saying that she was going to be one of the performers at Donald Trump's inauguration. Uh -oh. um, and as you all know, she received quite a response from several people who thought that that wasn't the wisest choice on her behalf. 
um, and she responded with a statement saying that she was just a singer and that she does not have a dog in this fight and that she's continuing her tradition of being a songbird for the presidents as she has sang for um, President Reagan, President Bush, President Clinton, and President Bush. That's how she responded. So the internet whooped her ass, and then she came forward saying that, oh, I didn't know, and I want to apologize to the LGBT community because I didn't realize that I would be supporting all these things that, you know, did not go along with the advancement of their community and all this stuff. So I just think that I, I could go there. It's a lot I could say. It's a lot I don't even have to say. Um, Jennifer Holliday is, is a moron, and I think it was a really weak <laughs> excuse for her to say that she didn't know why it was a bad idea to perform for the Trump inauguration. And she she had no idea really? that this was a bad idea until she came forward and she said that, I told you guys what she offered as a response, and the only thing I want to say is that she was right about one thing. She is just a singer. She ain't shit else. She ain't shit but a singer. She's not smart. She's not wise. She's not um, paying attention to what's going on in the world today. She's not even wise enough to keep her mouth. Well, never mind. Let me just say, because I'm trying not to be nasty. <laughs> so I just want to say I think it was a really poor excuse for her to say that that she was going to do this because she didn't know. And she's just a singer, and she's been singing for these presidents two things you are just a singer you ain't nothing else and number two we should have been got your ass up out of here if you've been singing for reagan bush clinton or not clinton but reagan bush and bush and now you're going to see trump we should have been did this to you see it's only a problem because now you got caught so <laughs> sit her down on the filthy bench next to Kimberell <laughs> and all the rest bench. of the black people that have embarrassed us already this year that's all i wanted to say that's my church announcement <laughs> that's well, this Sunday, if you are in New York City, I will be at the Palm Pet hosting the Sunday sessions. <gasps> this Sunday? This Sunday. I'm in I will town. Be, I will be hosting. Um, it'll be a spoken word. People are wondering why. I can finally go. People are wondering why I wait to the last minute to do it. But the Palm Pet Wine Shop is kind of like, you know, small. So I feel <laughs> right. like if I do it ahead of time, too many people will come. So this way, enough people come. Right. And the first time when people showed up, it was literally enough people but it was enough of the right people, too. Like, a lot of really cool uh, black connections were made. People I'll from be the neighborhood. Fran will be in the building. Hey, Fran. Yeah. Hey. I'll walk over from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Literally around the corner. Yeah. So, if you are looking to show up at the Pompette, we will be there in live and full effect. We'll have somebody doing tasting. I think we're doing gin this time for the tasting. Mm -hmm. But the uh, show starts at 7. It's at uh, 420 Malcolm X Boulevard Backstore. And we will be having spoken word by Ashley August. Now, this young lady is actually kind of a big deal. So if you haven't been a spoken word or you just haven't seen it, it'll be your first time. This is one of the good places to come and start um, just so you can witness this talent, this beauty. Um, down the road, it's going to be focused on music, but I still wanted to bring back the art of spoken word. And I do, I don't know if I want to do monologues or something, but I've always liked stuff like that just from, I don't know, stuck from high school and doing acting exercises. So spoken word to start it off and then we're going to get back to the artsy stuff. Well, spoken word is the true art, but you know what I'm saying. So check me out this Sunday, the 22nd at Pompette Wine Shop. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Um, first, I want to thank you guys for all of the support when I was on the BV Breakdown at the Huffington Post. 
Um, I did the live stream for Black Voices on their Facebook, and it had so many views, so many comments. You guys had us cracking up. Uh, somebody said, their, what would they say? Their list was God, Beyonce, and Hey Fran Hey as goals. <laughs> so I was, for them to read that out loud on the show was pretty magical. So I thank you for that. You guys showed so much love. A lot of it was hilarious. A lot of it was super sweet. So thank you for that. I always get so humbled by the outpouring of kindness when I'm on like live things like that. You know, being live on a Facebook with millions of people yes. is a little bit scary, a little nerve-wracking. Okay. You never know it's going to be said as long as they don't hold up the stream next to you so you can read the comments right like, and don't, let me see up. that so you know it's always a little element of fear because the internet is the internet but I thought it was awesome that there was literally nothing negative like nothing not That's one fantastic. it was all like love support from our community so that made me feel like I'm awesome. doing something right thank you so much if you have not Watch that. If you missed it, I have it on HeyFriendHate.com streaming right now. So catch that if you can. And thank you to the beautiful ladies, Lily and Taryn of the BV Breakdown and Choice Miller, who is the producer at Huffington Post. And it wasn't a dub because Asante came with me to see the black women. They were all the production team. I thought that was so cool. Right? Like the whole clique. So so magical. Right? Black women having their own show at Huffington Post. Very inspiring. Thank you. You can be Mary Jane Paul, too. Right? So I thought that was cool that they brought me on. And then uh, last but not least, my tour for my 2017 Supernatural Wellness retreat is finally live and underway. The first stop is February 11th in Miami. Welcome to Miami. I'm so anxious to just get this on on the road. I know when December comes around, I'm going to look back at this year like, holy shit, I did 11 cities this year. Like, that's going to be insane on top of, obviously, the friend zone, which we'll be announcing soon. But uh, for those of you in Miami who are interested in coming, please, please come. I'd love to see you. We're keeping it intimate. It's only 45 slots per city. Um, If you're interested in grabbing tickets, the it's a bit.ly link. So that's B-I-T dot ly forward slash supernatural miami and that will direct you straight to the eventbrite page um that the full site with all of the 11 cities will be launching uh in a couple of weeks chris did it who made my site is working right is working on it as we speak and that will show you guys all of the cities a lot of you that are like FBI agents already found the tour on Eventbrite and have been buying tickets. I'm not even mad at (laughs) y'all. Because obviously our tour is already in place on Eventbrite and you guys are like, what site? (laughs) Didn't even wait. Not mad. Get your tickets if you see them. Um, I won't tell you how to do it. You have to be an Eventbrite sleuth. Um, (laughs) But that was kind of inspiring that y'all figured that out. So that's it. Supernatural Wellness. Shout out to Hasna and Jaradmi, my team. And we'll see you soon, Miami. That's it for this Shut week's up show. Yeah. For sprays, okay? Right. That's it for this week's show. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Stay Peace black out. and protect your magic. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years. We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. 
Steyer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.